Ugh, it stinks in this room. How long have we been in here? I don't know. Um, I would say count the towels, but I'm pretty sure we were reusing, All right, dare that, I say, well, crusty towels. That's um, a good strategy. That one um, was standing in the corner. One. That's it. There's one towel. We've been you. We've all been using the one towel. Cron, that's we've been on What's this, this alarm you made me set? Where do we need to go? You just we said, need. Yeah, we're it's excursion day, guys. We're getting out of this room. Okay, we're going down to the beach because I signed us up. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Group machete class. Is that even legal? Uh, I don't know. The guy was like, he had a surfboard next to him. I mean, this seems pretty legit. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. He's got his shit figured out then. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wait, wait, hold on. Tropical shirt on? I, if you want, if that's the vibe you want to send. No, I'm talking about the guy. Did he have a tropical shirt? Even I understood that question, Carl. Jesus, how fucking drunk are you? This guy didn't have a shirt on at all. Oh, even better. That's legit. Okay. Um, according to the map, the class is actually just re- right behind our room. So this will be a pretty short walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, cool. We're here. There. All right. There's a lot of a lot of other people here, though. I thought this was going to be like a personal class. It's, uh, it's whatever you make of it. Okay. So it's a group. Okay. I just... I like I'm you know I like a small classroom size. I mean oh, yeah. we're a group. progressive guy, okay? Look at that chick over there. You think I yeah, should talk to her? Show it off, I guess. Shit. Uh, Were we supposed to bring our own machete? Was like Oh shit. Well, that looks real. What? Yeah. Of course they're real. It's a it's Where machete are, class, look, dude. Oh, okay, shit. There is a I, I thought it was going to be like a wood one or, you know. Mhm. You got to train with the best. Oh, fucking weight on this is awesome. Holy shit. Look at that hilt. Cron, you got anything in your Full pockets? Full shaft. Throw them up. Sorry, has five Stop, dude. Oh, fuck, yeah. What? The teacher's not even here yet. Mine. Is, is that the guy in the Tropic shirt walking up with the surfboard? Oh, sh- he has no shirt on. Oh, oh, so he, okay, that's not, that's not him. All right, guys, <laughs> let's separate. settle. Let's settle. All right, all right. Eyes up here. All right. Ears on me. All right. Hello. Hello, guys. Um, Ears on you. <laughs> listen to him. Okay, fine. Yeah. Sorry about, on, that, hey, sensei. Sorry, sorry sorry about sorry, that sensei. Sorry about that sensei. Sorry I'm late. I'm sorry I'm late. All right. I see everyone's got their machetes ready or we're going to launch right into it. I know I'm, I'm sorry ready, for keeping things up. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to. I'm, 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 I'm holding mine by the metal part and it hurts my fingers. <laughs> Sir, he's. All right, just hang on. We'll get to the, we'll get to how to hold the machetes. That's later in the course. Don't worry. We'll get to it. So just hang in there. I'll I'll I'll, I'll correct you later on. I, I can't individually. It's, it's a huge class. I, it, this is the biggest turnout I've ever had. So like, hold on. You know, just we'll get to you. We'll get to you. Don't worry. All right, sure, uh, guys. Sure. Hello. I got, I got a question. Yeah, yeah. What's hey, up? that guy's got a tag hanging out of his shirt. Can I cut it off? Can I cut just a tag? I, hey, you're not properly licensed yet. You're, you're oh, gonna, you're gonna, at the end, of, we're not going to cut anything until you guys have completed the machete course. And I'll let you guys know when we're clear to start cutting. Okay. Uh, okay. I I've understand. never felt more connected to anything Damn, than I do right now. 
It's better to ask forgiveness than permission, dude. Just why is Bones hard right now? <laughs> the, how are you guys not? All right, I, I okay, guys. chop it off. My fingers are bleeding. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's settle. Let's settle. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, I'm gonna take a quick roll call. All right, uh, going to call your name. Um, tell me if there's anything else you want to be called by, just in case. I don't, you know, dig names or if I mispronounce it, just uh, give me a heads up. Um, Karen, is there a Karen here? Karen, can I have Maybe Karen's it's... machete if she doesn't show up? <laughs> you didn't say you, no. Gonna... T- All right, I've got two machetes now. Fuck She's her. not here. Sure. Wait, wait. All right, Karen, was you sure that wasn't you? Karen, uh, Kurt, uh, sorry, Kron, Kron. Oh, okay. I'm here. I'm. I'm not right, putting this one back. Give me the machete. You already have one. Sorry. Right. No, give me the other Is machete. He said Kron I can have Karen? two. It's Kron. Shut Kron. up and listen to. G-G-G-2? Now I've got two machetes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brahms. Is there a Brahms here? Brahms. I, I recognize patterns. It's supposed to be bones. Dan, did you fill out bones. the fucking oh. name card? Is that why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then Dan is Dan here. Yeah, I'm here. Dick. D A N. Those yeah. are the those are the three checks that cleared. Uh, the rest of you guys, I don't know what your guys are doing here. That's just, I only have three names in my roster. So fuck yeah, dude. Excuse me, coach. Anyone who's not in the class, I've, I've lost a lot of blood. <laughs> All right, just hang on. My my T my T A is out today, so I don't have any. I don't. I usually have some support for things like this, but I look. I'm flying solo. You guys, you got to just hang in there. Sorry. Cron, cron. Um, pressure, pressure, release, pressure, pressure, release. Yeah. All right. Everyone who's not Konami in machete code. class, cron. please disperse. I don't know code. why this crowd is here. This, It's just three people on my list. So if you guys could actually. We're yeah, drawing a crowd. What? That's I, that's what it is. Like people are, they know some shit's about to go down. Hey, check me out. I'm going to spin. Like, look, Can look. we full spar? When do, when do full spar? <laughs> Oh, that's deep. That's, that's that's the final. The final is a full spar. Don't worry. We'll get there. What little blood I had left. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. All right. Look, okay, guys. Welcome to Machete 101. Um, that is the first thing I want to say. This is a machete. It's not a machete. I know what I said earlier, but that's just to get people on board. We're. I, I will not respond to any questions about machetes. This is a machete. We respect the origins machete. of the weapon. Machete. 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 All right. Machete. Look to your left. Look to your right. One or all three of you will not make it through this class. Fuck <laughs> yes. Fuck. There's fucking Shit. stakes. Yes. Yes. Okay. Fuck. I, I can't swim. I'm going to lay down for a That's little bit. That's not going to be a fact. <laughs> so it's already one down. So, you know, congrats to the two of you for progressing past that fir- the first stage there. Cron, huff some fucking spray paint and get up, bitch. All right. So we're just going to get right into it. I'm, I'm running late, so we'll, we'll start off here. Uh, I, I have a little, uh, just first off, holding the machete. This is going to be first thing. If this guy just held on a little longer, he would have been totally fine. It's, this is why you just got to stick, stick with it. All right. When you're holding the machete, you want to, machete, sorry. Grab it by the handle, not the bladed part. That's very important. I did that naturally. Did you guys see that? How? It's like, I just did pretty good. First try. Yeah. You're still hard, too. Yeah. That that can happen. That can happen. It's natural. It's a natural response to feeling the weight of a machete in your hand. Mm. All right. 
Webster's Dictionary defines a machete as a broad, heavy knife used as an implement or weapon originating in Central America and the Caribbean. Any questions so far? Hey, hey, hold on. Hey, you think I'm talking up here for my health? Come on. You're embarrassing me, bro. Pay attention. Yeah. There's no refunds on, on this course, by the way. So, you know, what you guys, it's, that's it. This is it. Make sure you're paying attention. We're on vacation, guys. Do you guys All right. I have a little saying. Fucking get out of here. Okay. Obviously, he's speaking to me. Okay. <laughs> this is my destiny. I am Machete Master. And I think you guys are dead weight, quite honestly. And you're wasting this guy's mm. time. Yeah, you're wasting your own dead. time. You're embarrassing your fucking ancestors. Okay. Wait. We're not even five minutes in. I have a little saying when you're holding a machete, arm loose like spaghetti. You want you want this nice and loose, okay? You tighten up too much, you're not gonna get any good chops in. Karan. Yeah, let's let's go. I don't, I don't think this is for us. I feel alive, Sensei. You've reinvigorated what was already a really good boner into being a now even better boner. Dan, you gotta get a wheelbarrow and take me to the hospital, dude. <laughs> All right, can we stop at the shuttle butt and get a beer first? Okay, just a couple, just eight or nine to okay. level us out. They don't charge, so. Sensei, when will I kill a man? I mean, honestly, this guy—if he—if he—I don't know about kill a man, but this guy on the beach here—if there, there's there's not a hospital around for, you know, we're it's pretty remote out here. If he if he goes. This is the perfect kind of fodder for, you know, practicing chopping, so. Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I should put him out of his misery? <laughs> no! <laughs> it's right here. The Jerry's going to be pissed if we come back without Kron. But his soul will be inside my machete. <laughs> All right, Kron, let's go. This week on Five Day Rentals, Thunder in Paradise, episodes six and seven. Welcome to the box set, everybody. Five Day Reynolds podcast here, uh, covering Thunder in Paradise. It's what you've been waiting for all week. Um, I'm going to be taking you through these two episodes. As always, I'm here with uh, my two beautiful sunburned baby boys. Uh, your bros. My bros. Use the terminology, bro. My brothers. 
Bones, and Cron Howard. How are we? What's up, dude? Thank you, Dan. Very uh, <laughs> fucking calm and relaxed tonight, aren't you? Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, it's it's yeah. thunder in paradise, baby. You're supposed to be fucking chill. Easy you know breezy. Yeah, beautiful breeze. Thunder's over there in the bay. Drinking free beers from the scuttlebutt. Anyway. Good company around. Oh, Maybe your the, friends we got the best. We got the down best, here buddy. on vacation. Yeah. Okay. And speaking of company, we do have a very special guest that has finally arrived here on the Five Day Rentals Podcast main feed. He is half of the always brilliant, always well-researched, very good show, the weekly podcast, Massacre. Everybody, welcome Greg Anderson to the show, all the way from beautiful Los Angeles, California. How are you, sir? Thank you, Dan. Thank you. I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for the the beautiful intro, Dan. Thank you, Kron. Thank you, Bones. Very, very happy to be here for the box set. No, sir. Thank you. So stoked to have you, buddy. Mm-hmm. As any guest knows, it's very hard to sit through a five-day rentals episode, and <laughs> we enjoy everybody who does. Yeah. We'll send you a trophy. And that's yeah. listening, much less actually participating. Guesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of... The thought was, rather than have people set through an hour and 25-minute movie, we'll make them set through an hour and 45 minutes of... <laughs> A uh, bad TV show. I I was stunned to see the runtime on the two episodes you guys sent me. I was like, I because I I normally associate like the hour long episodes with more recent like prestige TV. But I was like, oh no, I I forgot you got to fill out program. You know, you got to fill out uh, programming blocks in the past. You got to stretch shit out all the time. Yeah, <laughs> stretching is definitely yeah. involved here. <laughs> But yeah, man, thanks for uh, coming on the show. You got you got any questions? I mean, there's going to be some as we move along, yeah, for sure. <laughs> are you, but, are you uh, familiar with Thunder of Paradise before? No, I had never heard of it. I mean, like uh, as I kind of discussed a little bit on our on our mega draft, uh, I'm a bit younger on the younger side, so like this was over and done with before I was born, I believe, and. Um, not something I'd, I, had, I had known about at all. So this was a, a new discovery. Did you ever watch uh, professional wrestling? Yeah, that's going to be my question. Are you a wrestling guy? It's one of those things that totally kind of passed me by. Like, I always knew about it. I've always had friends into wrestling. So I feel like I kind of get the lowdown on what's going on in wrestling growing up. Like, from, you know, in the schoolyard, I hear. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, I think, was the big, big name when I was a little kid. And so I would hear about what was kind of going on with him, you know, every now and then um, and the upcoming names like so. But myself never really watched an event, but it I know the personalities, you know, I know the big names. I feel like a lot of them permeated pop culture. So I'm familiar with, with a lot of the people. Hell yeah. Yeah, these two know quite a bit more than me. Like it wasn't something I watched super regularly. Um and Hogan was still kind of just before, you know, my time. I know he popped back in and out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I feel like he, he was like the dude in the late 80s, right? Like, by the time you get to the mid-90s, he's almost kind of a, you know, forgotten era. 
Well, he well, actually I, wasn't wrestling whenever this is how this came about. But I think he signed again during this. So, yeah, from I think, what I was reading. I think after this was when he went to WCW and joined the NWO. So, yeah, yeah I guess he was working too much on Thunder in Paradise. Maybe it was too <laughs> too extraneous. I don't know. Like, fuck this. I'd rather just be in the ring. He got tired of winning Emmys and... Probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, they filmed an episode a day. They, <laughs> they kept it moving. Oh, they, yeah. They, this was definitely a first take situation, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think Michael Mann came in. Well, yeah, let's put this episodes. let's put this in the um this is not Kubrick uh column. <laughs> All right, folks. <clears throat> we are covering episodes 6 and 7, which is actually Thunder in Paradise 2 the movie. Um if you haven't got caught up, go check out our other episodes, of course. Somebody rented this. Somebody took this home and then had to drive back on Sunday afternoon to return it. <laughs> we watched a stolen copy on the internet. Like, think about how, how much no. better our lives are now. I had the VHS and I transferred them over and gave them to you guys. We didn't get anything illegal from the internet. That's illegal, dude. No, it's you not. Co- I own you copied them. without the express intent. Trimark pictures. <laughs> so it's a uh, intent to distribute. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I've distributed, buddy. Yeah, you're a you're a peddler, Dan. Hopefully, they send <laughs> me to see Quentin. But anyway, Greg didn't watch that episode. You're gonna fucking mm, eat those words to. too. I mean, I barely know what you're talking about. He doesn't it, know anything it, about Hammerhead yet. Everybody knows. He doesn't know the C. threat Quentin. that looms. What you watch? Greg's gonna send a stinger missile our way, dudes. Watch the <laughs> fuck out. But yeah, we are covering uh, six and seven tonight. Like I said, it's is number two. Uh, I believe the what they're selling is the movies. So that would be episode one and two, six and seven, and what is three? Uh, I can look it up, but bear with I, me. So. But gentlemen, do we have anything to uh, to discuss here before we kind of get into the plot of six and seven? These didn't have a title name either, which I was kind of sad about. Unless I missed it. Is, isn't it sealed with a kismet or something like that? Yes, it is okay. sealed with a Part kismet. Part one and two. Yeah. Oh, shit. Look at that. Greg already showing up. Well, they say kismet about 24 times in the episode. <laughs> yeah. I, I totally missed that. <laughs> That's what it's listed on as IMDb for these two episodes. Oh, shit. I didn't say that. On, right. Somebody typed that into IMDb. <laughs> they were going over Hogan's career. They didn't do a lot of work because the, the cast list is missing a lot of people. Like, yeah. I was trying to look up who played certain characters and I could not find any info. I spent a little bit of time because I was trying to figure out if somebody in this episode is in the first episode. The big guy is the same guy. That's not the same. I big don't guy. think so. Yes, it I is. I don't think so. 
No. Look it up on Letterboxd. It's the same fucking name. The first big guy was a professional wrestler. So is the second big guy. How is he not? I, I'm not arguing that he's not a professional wrestler, but this guy looks substantially older. He's different, right? And he was like a... I thought he was saying he was an NBA player, too. Yeah. The first guy? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. He played... He was Gonzala in WWE. I know that. Okay. But that doesn't help this We're agreeing with all. you. I know. Anyway. He had a suit that was just like a muscle suit. Yeah. It's crazy. Looked like he was nude in the ring. He had muscles on muscles? <laughs> yeah, his suit was, was just a bodysuit that had like, you know, like the muscles drawn on it. It sounds like you need to spend a weekend with peacock bones and just go through the raws. No. I get raw yeah. in my own way. I don't need peacock. <laughs> Poison ivy? God damn, don't bring that shit up. Okay. I'm going to take a machete to my backyard. That's for sure. Because I know, well, we raw dog all the time. That's five day rentals, baby. Shut the fuck up, man. That's our, that's our own business, man. Some stuff we don't talk about on the fucking podcast. I say that. Uh, I'm not talking about raw dog. Get into you the guys. show. We got Greg here. Quit wasting his time. Wait, hold on. We don't raw dog talk. each other. He wants to seal with a kismet. <laughs> seal with a kismet. Uh, we open up with a very 90s music video opening. We got more girls yeah. running on the beach. What happened to the old school Thunder in Paradise opening? This is I a was movie. missing the theme song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Greg, have you heard the theme song? Yeah, because I, I did watch the first movie, which has it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was missing all this. All, this new song is pretty good. I kind of I did like this new song, too. I, music in this episode, I think. Uh, what do they say? <laughs> Slaps? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. They, I think all the tracks in this episode. I, I think there's actually there's one song I I thought was actually deeply embarrassing, but other than that, the other ones pretty good. Uh, you're gonna be talking about Kron's favorite part. <laughs> we got more girls in bikinis running on the beach. Uh, well, and, it, and it's all kind of like double. It's like the image is mirrored next to itself. I felt like the it, ketamine kicked in too quick when I fucking <laughs> fired this thing up. The song is kind of weird. Like, walking through the desert with no sky, it's... Well, is it about you? I, is it about me? Something? I think the only reason it's in the show is because it's. It, they say the word dream in the song. Like, quite a few times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that's the tide of the episode. Is It's all about dreams. Well, he only wants 50 bucks, and it's, he says dream. All right. <laughs> Pay him. Yeah. We found this in the public domain, and it says dream 30 times. <laughs> there were times... Do you know that song Lullaby, Dan? By Sean Mullins or something? Oh, um... Is it late 90s track? I can see the guy. He's got blonde hair. Yeah. This... This song really, like, the melody, it, it felt like it was going to break into that. Lullaby. And then, yeah, and then later on, the uh, Don't Wake Me If I'm Dreaming song, I thought for sure was. Uh, does does he sing, um, she's so high, high is that Duncan Chic? 
I'll, so I'll look this up lovely. while you keep going. <laughs> rock is it rockabye or lullaby? It might be. Oh, it's rockabye. rockabye. It's rockabye. All Thanks for right. coming, Craig. <laughs> anytime, uh, anytime. Guys, did you notice that this was written by Tom Green? Yeah. <laughs> I wait, like re- no, I missed that completely. It's okay, different. Okay. <laughs> yeah, different. I only um, see we- one boat, Freddie. <laughs> Where's your LeBaron? Where's your Thunder? <laughs> Would we ever cover that movie? I think comedies are tough, man. Yeah, they are. As a five-star banger, though, right? I mean, that's for sure. true. For sure. Yeah. Cron mm-hmm. out of tier list. I say I, that, though, and this fucking episode is hysterical. I just had it written five times to him, so we'll get there. Okay. All right. All right, we open up to a lush, uh, lush green tropics, uh, where Trelawney is not properly using a machete as she moves <laughs> through the thick vegetation. <laughs> Gentlemen, is she I'm, dehydrated? I'm she is she exhausted? What is the the deal here? Is it not sharp? Is it? It's not sharp. It does not look sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's a part where she's trying to hit some vines, and she just ends up tearing them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> With her hand, yeah. She's, she it takes could, a good maybe, dozen swings. Maybe the actor was hesitant to swing this blade around with a child, like, trailing close behind or something. <laughs> she almost hits her at one point. Yeah. <laughs> she steps back. Yeah, you'd like, think oh, she shit. was being cautious around the kid, but she almost clips her with that thing, so. There are times... Like they they show her leaning forward and sort of sweeping the machete, almost like you would shake a bottle at your cat. Like it's less like she's actually swiping to cut something, and more just it's almost like she didn't realize that she was in the frame. Um, it's one of the very first shots of her. She kind of like crouches below, and she's just like six inches from the ground, like she's trying to clear a landmine. <laughs> This was the first point of major confusion for me, too, because I, I hadn't listened to your your second episode about Thunder in Paradise yet. So I didn't know that that Jessica was recast. So I thought these were just completely unknown characters because Kelly also looked way different to me. Yeah, I don't. That's the same actor, right? That's it's the same Kelly. Same, yeah, Kelly's the same. Yeah. Okay, but she just didn't read as the same person for some reason. Yeah. So I, I was just like, okay, three brand new characters we've never met. And then they revealed that it's Jessica and Kelly, and I, it kind of blew my mind. I, it wouldn't be out of the question to just start with three unknown characters, though. Yeah. It seems like something. I, I was going yeah. <clears throat> to say, Greg, if you do continue, you will go into episodes like, Can I fucking miss? Like, is this the right episode? And it is. Yep. Especially C. Quentin. I will say that. <laughs> and considering what they, how they write around a particular actor not coming back, like it's nothing. I mean, it's Terrible. two throwaway lines. So, you know, uh, yeah, I knew Kron about that. I knew it. about Megan dying. Look, I'm in your, I'm in your camp, Kron. Okay. That was a major bummer to learn. Mm-hmm. Although a- Kelly in this episode. Again, I don't know. Maybe I just I noticed her because Megan was out of the picture. But wait, you talking about legs? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some something they have never called her before in the show. Nope. <laughs> that is but, the first time. 
but they call her that probably as many times as that song said dreams so well, yeah. just one just one guy says it <laughs> all right uh we come to learn that this is Trelawney, kelly and jessica uh they march on to find a dream hollow uh, tr- when i watched this at first i thought she said this is the dream hole <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what is happening yeah, Trelawney tighten up the production belt. <laughs> it's not a hollow now; it's just a hole. <laughs> Trelawney explains the magic of the dream hollow. Uh, Trelawney makes some headbands from the flowers that are growing on the vines here, and makes Kelly wear it so she can fulfill her dreams and her love life as well. Uh, Trelawney does some. Some sort of black magic around the girls as they're both wearing these headbands. We don't really, she doesn't really get into Jessica's dream or anything. I mean, we see it later. I mean, she's got to see We see it a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) It's a Disney movie, right? Uh, Trelawney does some black magic around the girls. We cut to RJ Brew here. Uh,. Being dr- chased and shot at at the by some uh, wow. palace guards. There's four or five different like military branches that they go up against. They name the country. Was it um, to Tanzania? Tanzania. No, no, no. Tandana- it's, it's like Tandanasia. It's not. Yeah, is it yeah. Tandanasia. Tandanasia. Yeah. Um, so it's is it not a real country? I don't then? think so. Because no. <laughs> I definitely tried to Google it. Yeah. When you Google it, it pops up like, "Did you mean uh, Tanzania? Tanzania?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was about to ask, "Is Tanzania an actual country?" We're good on that, though. All right, <laughs> Tanzania. <laughs> yeah. Because I wrote specifically northern Tandanasia. They, they yeah, really thank you. they really whittle it down. I did you'd, Middle you'd be East. Able to tell if it was Southern Tandanasia. It's a big, yeah, big yeah. difference. Yeah, because I was like, "Geez, they're they wouldn't pull that shit all the way." Southern Tandanasia. <laughs> so, so they're being shot at in the middle of Tandanasia by all these guards and goons, which I'm assuming is uh, Aladdin Knights theme park in, at Disney or something. Like, is it? Yeah. I did see in the credits they shoot this at Disney World. It's mm-hmm. like the hotel is the Grand Floridian. Do we know what year this? What year did Aladdin come out? Was it ninety? Was it ninety two? Two maybe? Because she references yeah, it, right? I was going to say they bring it up. Yeah. All right, Hulk calls thunder. Uh, <clears throat> As through the episodes, we'll say RJ, Hulk, Spencer. That's just Hulk. Hurricane. Yeah. Um, RJ and Brew have a lady with them that they are uh, escaping with. And they're trying to escape. They get to the bay. Uh, they fight off some goons. They get safely into Thunder. Uh, we cut to RJ strapping the princess in. Uh, the goons continue yeah. their assault. Thunder has enough seats to rescue one person. <laughs> well, they used to have two. Well, they, they're down. They they're have down as to... many seats as are in the scene. 
So the interior thunder is way smaller than the pilot, right? Like it's it shrank. Yeah, they they did a little bit of work, for sure. <laughs> they streamlined it. Fucking yacht. Yeah. yeah. All right, we got uh still enough room for a kitchen that requires a digital inventory, though. <laughs> you got to keep the necessities, even when you <laughs> filet mignon. Well, you're sailing from. Yeah, Florida to Tandanasia. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Which I'm assuming is an Arabic country. And it's, multiple times in this episode, I guess just twice, but Thunder like sails around Africa, I'm assuming, to get to <laughs> Tandanasia. <laughs> would have to, I yeah. think. It's, it's a long go. it's a long yeah. journey. It would take like fifty days to get <laughs> yeah. I mean, not at hyperspeed, bro. Not at fucking hyperspeed. Like three hundred knots. We'll get. That's the craziest. Part you don't even of this have episode. to. You, you don't oh, have to worry about refrigerating your food. Yeah, when they're on the trip. when they jump in the boat and they're like, "Well, we better hit hyperspeed. It's, it'll be another two hours to get to Asia by yeah, boat." It's only two hours away. It's it's tanned tanned Asia, tans Tanzania, Tandon Asia, Tandon Asia. <laughs> Let's go Tandanasia. Did they have to pay Tandanasia or something if they use their name? No, they probably don't want to. You don't want to seem um, cruel, I guess, maybe. Like, you don't want to seem offensive. Oh, this is the, <laughs> a, brew, a mark, a mark all, they did not hit. <laughs> brew is offensive <laughs> on so many levels. Brew? Through this whole. Yes! What, you trying to cancel him now because he's fucking funny? <laughs> we're not, not going to do that. All right. The goons continue their assault on Thunder. Uh, but he's got his armor up. Brute tells Thunder to scan for enemies. Thunder has taken on some heavy damage. Uh, Thunder's tech goes to shit here. Brew has to A over... big surprise. <laughs> Thunder <Yeah>. doesn't work. <laughs> hey. That was one of my notes. Hyperspeed work. <laughs> That's the only one. The, the minigun works. I mean, it doesn't kill anybody, but it does only fires back. That freaking laser works. Yeah. All right. Um, Brew has to override the system in order to take out the enemies with a Maverick missile. But our goons here, they bring out the big guns. Uh, they lock on to thunder. Uh, destruction is inedible. 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 It's edible. It's a missile. <laughs> Huge explosion. We get a quick cut to Jessica waking up from a nightmare. Oh, man. I, I was so excited that the rest yeah. of the files were just going to be like blank. <laughs> this thing was actually <laughs> five and a half episodes <laughs> long. <laughs> thought the curse Shit. had been lifted. We're only in episode six, Kron. I, I was thinking for a second, like, did they make the bold choice of destroying Thunder in episode six? And the rest of the series is going to be about something else. Yeah. J.J. Abrams, Thunder in Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know he uh, fixed Mission Impossible. Hey, didn't he pay to fucking remaster Phantasm? 
He maybe, did, yeah. Maybe Bad the, Robot will get their hands on Thunder in Paradise. Bump this baby up to 8K, put it back in the proper ratio. Add the light glares. Digitally put Megan back in. Oh, <laughs> shit, Karan. Please. If there's one thing you do right, J.J. Abrams, it'll be that. This is redemption story, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was psyched with this opening, just kind of like we just kind of fade to them in this action scene. I, I was excited. I was like, is this like a Bond thing where we just get a cold open of we're, we're in the action right away? You know, we start off with like a a nice set piece to, to kick things off. Yeah, I, on rewatch, I was like, well, I feel kind of dumb that I didn't real like that I fell for the ruse of the dream. Like they they right. set it up at the beginning of the episode, and you and I still like fucking. It's fell a, it's for a it. it's a fade you know? to white, and then we fade into them running from from guards. Yeah, yeah. Fucking geniuses, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they got us, Tom Green, hey, Tom motherfucker. Green, <laughs> Those Canadians, dude. All right, Hulk runs in, uh, not very quickly. By the way, if you're a parent there. Yeah. Work on your runtime there, Hulk. I, I posted that clip on Twitter because <laughs> it cracked me up so much. It it takes him a beat too long. He runs in, can barely hit the light switch, and then almost fucking spears her when he sits well, he, down yeah, on the bed to, to comfort he's like her. Laying in the bed as soon as the lights on. You're like, what the fuck? And those weird blue sweatpants. All right, Hulk notices uh, Jessica's headdress, or her headband, I guess, and says he will have a talk with uh, Trelawney about her nightmares that she's having. He's fucking pissed about this dream crown. Mm-hmm. Like, irrationally angry about it. And I maybe I'm just bringing in some baggage of, of Hulk's that we know nowadays, but his anger at Trelawney is pretty troubling <laughs> in, this, in this movie. Here in this uh, episode. Fucker needs his sleep, man. Yeah. He, he's out here driving 18 hours a day. He, he also has some planet. He has like, I think maybe the line read of the episode two of that was one heck of a hauler for just a glass of water. Yeah. It's like poetry. I love that line. It flows so well. He's like, I got to go all the way to Asia. To save the babysitter. Oh, damn it. You fucking <laughs> stole my recap joke. God damn it. That's ultimately what this episode is, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, got- what one parent will do to maintain his free babysitter. <laughs> He'd go a long way. <laughs> we got to Kelly. She's peacefully dreaming. Uh, a very attractive man walks up to her. Is that your note? (laughs) Yeah. A very attractive man walks up to her at the scuttlebutt. Every man's soul knows the perfect love and has a quest to find it. My quest has ended here with you. Kelly says, and mine with you. And they kiss. Uh, We cut to that attractive uh, man. Prince Amar. What's that his name? Aram Aramore, I think. Uh, Aramore, Aramore. It's Amore. That's Amore. Yeah, that's not that's Amore. <laughs> it's Aramore, I think. It's the guy who played Anubis in Stargate. 
He looked familiar. I was like, yeah. I've seen that dude somewhere. If we were a good podcast, we would have looked that up. Thank you, Greg. Yeah, yeah, of course. So you bring in backup, bro. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm willing to do this every episode. Just <laughs> I'll just pipe in and tell you this actor was in this. Why are everybody's dreams uh, tanned in Asia based? <laughs> Did you guys have any weird dreams after all this? I wasn't wearing the head crown. I can barely wear my retainer. I only dream about tin in Asia, so I thought this was really weird. I I legit did have a dream waking up this morning that kind of freaked me out, and it did make me think of this episode just about weird <laughs> dreams. Um, but I was like in a body of water, like in the ocean or something, and something I don't know propelled or launched me out of the water, and I felt the sensation of falling, and I was like bracing myself for the impact of hitting water again. And instead, I just snapped awake while still feeling like I was falling for a good, like, two or three seconds. It was truly surreal. And I like to think that it was the influence of Thunder in Paradise that caused this. Were you like, how did all this water get in my bed? Yeah, <laughs> yeah for a second, yeah. I was going to say, fuck, I fell asleep in the bathtub again. <laughs> When was the last time you took a bath? I don't take baths anymore. What? <laughs> Not you after almost our, passing out. You were our sleep naked take baths guy. I still sleep naked, but I. the last time I took a bath, I was in there for too long and it was too hot. And I got out. And I almost passed out. And I was like, I'm not dying like this. <laughs> <laughs> With a, a wrinkly, plummy ass? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get a medium body bag. No, I mean, don't he's get all, me wrong. He's all plummy. He's don't gonna... get me wrong. <laughs> it's the equivalent of summer dick, so I wouldn't be embarrassed or anything. I just, I didn't. Uh, yeah, my bathroom's too treacherous, bro. I'm too big of a guy. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> you were the one that got in the bath. I know. I, I love the bath. I love the bath. Throw a little you Epsom could, salt in there. Yeah. Uh, you could uh, just make the bath a little cooler. No. I mean. I, no. I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to go through all that. I I found an optimal thing and it, it bit me in the ass. So. All right. Just asking. No. Just sleep <laughs> naked though. Naturally. All right. He wakes up to some sounds of bombs going off. Uh, he rings his bell. He puts on an ugly ass robe. No, he has his, his right. help. Yeah. Put on his robe. Come on, ladies. Put this robe on me. <laughs> There's stuff going on. Conservatively, we spend, what, 16 minutes of the episode in this one room with yeah. that one setup. Oh, yeah, it's all filmed in, like, one day, I'm sure. Yeah, it feels like classic 50s, 60s set TV. I think I don't think the camera moves off that plane at all. Uh, his father comes in, and he asks what's going on. Uh, we got a giant goon. He comes in, which my note was, I think this is the guy from the first movie. I think we settled it, that it's not, not, not the same guy. <laughs> Same fucking name. 
on letter. I looked at it the other day. You don't think in all of wrestling there's another great big guy? I I don't think it's him. This is like Jorge Gonzalez, I think his, his name is. I don't remember who the guy the first one was, but it's not the same dude. It says same guy on Letterboxd. Oh, I've never made a mistake over there at Letterboxd. <laughs> Especially right. with such high-profile movies as, as these. Thunder in Paradise 2. I think I'm going to be correcting a Wikipedia page tonight. <laughs> We may okay. I I just scrolled through IMDb. I think we. I actually owe Dan an apology. Jorge Gonzalez is listed as Terramoto in episode one of Thunder wow. in Paradise. Thank you. The first Frank. guy's a lot Thank skinnier. You. He does look wildly. You different. can add muscle mass, bro. Not that. Mu- not a whole other person's hey, worth. I tried. I and I. I paused it. I had it. On my TV, I pulled up the first episode on my laptop, and I still couldn't identify them as the same. Now, given he's got that great big bushy beard in this one, he's playing yeah, a warlord. It's, it's the it's the Tandon Asian makeup they put yeah. on him. Yeah. He really encompasses Morgador. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. His name is Morgador, and he is the goon. Big goon from our first movie. Okay. Yeah. Thank Take you, Greg. Take the win, dude. Fine. Yep. Well, Act like you've dude. been there before. Dude, so you guys better watch out. I might replace you with Greg by the end. One of you, but with Greg by the end of this episode. Don't fucking curse him with that shit. I volunteer. <laughs> you can't. No, Grind, you can't volunteer. Damn it. It wouldn't be the same show. I, I, I could never, in good faith, you know. Uh, these two, they start bickering at each other. Uh, the prince calls a mortador, a barbarian. His father has to, uh, says he has to has the power to destroy the whole kingdom because he has an arsenal of cannons pointed at them. Doesn't he say they're like hidden in the yeah. like nobody can locate them? <laughs> well, they don't have they, a thunder. They, they they he woke up to them firing, so you can be like, oh, that's I, over there. I think that was in his dream. On second watch, I think he's no, dreaming I, about the bombardment. But the but the his dad does talk about like, hey, he will bombard us again, right? Like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think yeah. The, the dad is like that was just a warning of what they're capable right. of. How would they would have to point that bitch straight up in the air God, so it just came right so down? Layered, holy shit. Anyway, like I'm I'm like I'm interpreting different things every time I watch it. Jesus, it reminds me of like some particular directors. Uh, Prince, the prince here, he sees a white rose, which is from Kelly's dream as well. And her face appears in it. <laughs> I honestly, you just made the joke about this seeming like different, but this is multiple times in his episode, it is straight up David Lynch shit of. <laughs> characters remembering dreams and basing their actions off of their dreams and then witnessing their dreams appear like superimposed in the actual in the real world like over roses and things it's straight up a psychic vision of kelly that he is having at this moment please put your quote over thunder Thunder guys too it's it's lynchian yes yeah thank you you heard it here (laughs) (laughs) 
and I am I'm a noted Lynch fanatic too. So this is I'm not saying this lightly. <laughs> his father asks, "What's more important than his kingdom?" The answer, father, a white castle on a beach. We cut to Kelly at the scuttlebutt. Disneyland Hotel. Mm -hmm. I was really hoping it was going to cut to like a a white castle with like them getting some burgers, (laughs) some sliders (laughs) with that setup. Um, I love that his response to what's more important than your home country being bombarded by artillery is like some Florida beach trim. That's like what he decides to pursue (laughs) instead of saving his homeland. That's the princess, baby. The things things men have done. (laughs) For some strange wool. Incoming beer can opening. Thank you, Kelly. All right, we cut to Kelly at the scuttlebutt. Trelawney is asking her how her dream went. Kelly says she's never fin. She never finished. Oh, also before. (laughs) (laughs) Never had that problem. Yep. I wonder what she was doing. Dream blue balls. What a bummer. <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> Trani says, well, you weren't double clicking. <laughs> <laughs> the establishing shot into the bar is incredible because it is at boob height. And I think you get four sets like a, a couple gets a, a a drink from Kelly and they walk by just as two other women come back in and that's what you follow into the scene and it's such incredible like television framing because you're probably coming back from a commercial on this and you're like uh, 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 tits yes thank you like it <laughs> oh it, this is why I'm watching it's great this. yeah now is that on your third viewing that you noticed that that's first. That's okay. Zeroed yeah. in. Yeah, you're just coming out oh, of a, a Hardy's thick burger commercial. Cron, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 technically, I don't think the Hardy's thick burger came in until the 2000s. Going from boobs to boobs. Mm-hmm. I would say an Arby's beef and cheddar. Mid 90s? Is this like the, the big Montana? Oh, I'm thinking this is like, uh, what was that burger? The McDonald's one, cool on one side, hot on the other. The McDeluxe or whatever. What? When that one, would they be hyping? You don't remember that burger? It was hot on one side, cold on the other. At Jason Alexander in the uh, commercial. What, like the meat? (laughs) Yeah, they had the the meat meat and cheese on one side of the bun on one side of the container and then on the other side of the container you had the tomato and lettuce and everything the hot stayed hot and the cold stayed cold and then whenever you were ready you would combine them and you'd get the pristine burger that's how all burgers are made (laughs) heat up the meat and you put the shit on top yeah but this is when you're but if you're driving home if you're picking up yeah moments before you are to bite it it's just a way to like get the customer to do some of the labor of putting a burger together. The fifty-year-old fan listening to this knows exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. That was my favorite. The guy who burger. watched this live on television <laughs> knows what I'm talking about. 
I remember Fuck. when I used to make the perfect burger right before I ate it in front of a dumpster on my lunch break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck the McRib. I want that cool half hot, half cold burger. Um, Trelawney says that's not good that you didn't finish his dream. Uh, Brune Hulk come in. Why didn't Trelawney lay out the stakes before she led these people to the dream hole? Yeah. Great question, Kron. Is Trelawney pretty much the... She's a voodoo queen. ...to blame for this entire situation? I mean, if she hadn't made those flower crowns, like, there's a reason that Spencer was so pissed about it. Yeah. Like, he he knew the danger, you know? Uh, Hulk is kind of the cause of and solution to the problems in this episode, so... Yeah. <laughs> she does provide lunch. Um, Hulk starts yeah, screaming. Yeah, sort of the John Connor of this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's that? What? Don't tell me you subscribe to Steve's John Connor shouldn't exist theory. Mm. Okay, mm. never mind. That's a, that's a whole different podcast. That's Yeah, that's, the parad- that's Terminator Paradox that I'm writing. Greg, you want to write that with me? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Terminator Paradox? Yeah. That's actually that's a fucking genius title for a sequel to Terminator. Yeah. Open it's, on a on a breast high shot of <laughs> women walking. Yeah, that's what we're gonna we're gonna start there, and then we're gonna transition through all the different makes and models of Terminators. So it's like a reverse mm-hmm. evolution, and you get down to the most base metal Terminator. But the mm-hmm. basic premise is we start after Judgment Day, and there is a physicist. Who finds right. out that John Hulk. Connor sent his own father back, and John and he reaches out to John Connor and says, "You are the paradox. You are the problem, and we have to fix the entire timeline. That's the problem with Judgment Day. Like you have put us in a perpetual paradox, and we sort of solve all of those issues of of Terminator. And because of that, we can actually have a a, a, a sequel that exists both in uh, post Judgment Day and previous Judgment Day because that's the problem. We want we want to see both, but one works better than the other. Anyway, here's your pizza, I'll Mr. Shoot you Cameron. My <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice something underneath. Hulk immediately starts yelling that Jessica was up all night with nightmares because of the voodoo that Trelawney has bestowed upon Jessica here with yeah, this he, headband. He's like, stop making my daughter have dreams. <laughs> Just I can't get sleep. Trelawney says you need to listen to the nightmares. They're important as well. We got to Kelly. She notices this a uh, very attractive, attractive man from her dreams is walking down the fucking beach up to the scuttlebutt. Brew takes notice as well and does not like what he's seeing. Kelly runs up to the dude and he uh, recites the same poem from her dream. Oh, uh, hey, Kelly. This is also where you see uh, Hulk's body double. All right. Well, send we great can't agree on anything in this episode because I, I don't think that was a body double. I think that was just Hulk staying totally still. I know you said Greg, the arm seems small. Did you catch that, Greg? <laughs> I did not. There's no, a I part where this. Brew walks by Hulk. His back is to the camera. He does not move. You just see his <laughs> uh, like bandana, and his arms are tiny. I swear it's a body double. <laughs> Or did you think they just slapped like a bandana and a wig on a mannequin and yes. just like positioned it? Yeah. It was a human, I think. I think it was a human, but I don't think it was. You Terry don't think Hulk, 
Hulk has control over his body that he can stay totally still for continuity? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's a showman. He's got to look at the camera, dude. Uh, we cut to Kelly. I don't know. Kelly wants to know what's going on. Uh, the prince introduces himself. Brew says something about. Does he call him a sheet, dude? I think he I says think so. like sheet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some of the shit that Brew says is pretty shitty for this episode. Yeah. Didn't age well, as we like to say. Even probably, though it's a made-up country. Probably wasn't great at the time. <laughs> well, it's still based on, you know, uh, rich, vibrant cultures that provided uh, a lot to the planet that somehow it's reduced to. even before 9-11. So it's like, hey, damn, dude. All right, <laughs> Kelly. Yeah, but this is after... Never mind. Jesus Christ. Never mind. <laughs> You're- no, uh, let's maybe. dig into it. Let's dig no, into no, the sociopolitics no, 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 no. of, you know. Is this the first bombing of the World Trade Center? 93, 94? Uh, I was going to say, this is after they tried right. to kill kill W's daddy. So this is after first Gulf War. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that so tensions be. are still pretty high. Yeah. Sad. Uh, Kelly starts making out with this dude automatically. And they make oh. out, dude. Like, Kelly and this dude... We're talking heavy open mouth, like oh, they got brother and sister from twice dead, sort of making out. <laughs> oh, good pool bones. Yeah. So far, bones has the pool of the episode right now. Uh, Brew tries to step in. Been pooling this whole time. <laughs> Gets his ass kicked. That guy pulls a gun on Brew. Oh yeah, yeah dude. These two <laughs> yeah. don't hesitate. He was gonna. He was gonna execute him. <laughs> Crown was like, please, please. Well, this is, you could still, you know, take a gun on an airplane then. And smoke cigarettes, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, obviously, the show is like made on the cheap, but it would have been dope if they would have flown in on like a helicopter. Not a helicopter. What are the, like a seaplane? Like outside, yeah. you know, and I was I was out. wondering how they got to Florida so quickly. Like, how much later is this? Well, by he, from by boat, it's only two hours. Yeah, so. with hyperspeed. <laughs> he is a fucking prince. So, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Hulk runs in. Uh, they kind of get the upper hand on here. Uh, Bruce started all this shit. Guns are pulled. Kelly breaks it up. She's like, "Yo, give it a chance." Like. I, I kind of know what's going on here. Trelawney explains her, her dream voodoo to Brew and uh, to Hulk there. They shared a dream. That's pretty much all she says. Uh, we cut to Kelly and the Prince having their... They got a Bong. 90s... <laughs> they got a 90s love song going on here. Just another fucking music video, pretty much. Uh, how much it's they great. love each other. I like this song more than the first one. I will say that. Don't wake me if I'm dreaming. Yeah, this one's good. I don't know if I, I, I'd have to listen to both of them back to back to really make a determination. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, <laughs> layered over. Yeah. yeah. You guys ever swung your spouse? Like okay, helping? this was going to be my my question because you, you three are married men. And I wanted to know if you've ever held hands with your with your beloved and just spun in a circle in a park. Or something. 
Um, <laughs> not. I mean, I guess maybe playfully. Like I was trying to purposely make her dizzy, but not in like a love. <laughs> not in a fucking uh, sailing Newport commercial sort of way. There's a cliff there. We we have done it, but it was part of our pilot training program. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You got to trust your instruments, buddy. You can only get up to like, I don't know, a fourth of a G, but it's still good training. So I don't think we ever spun, but we would do, she'll sign us up for fucking pictures for like spring, (laughs) fall, Christmas, Easter, leprechaun day, like, well, you know, pictures. And one lady was like, all right, now bump each other with your hips. And And I just looked at her like, yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. looking forward to your next Leprechaun Day card. Yeah. By the way, How, I always appreciate. What do those. you do? Is yeah. that do you dwarf that? Do you sit on? <laughs> you stand on your knees and put your fucking shoes in front. I go as that's, like the horror Leprechaun. Oh, okay. Scares the kids. Warwick and shit. Davis and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she buys. She spends the four hundred dollars on the pictures and never orders any of the cards. <laughs> All right. Never hangs any of them up. <laughs> Marriage. What is St. Patrick's Day? Don't want to offend any of our. Uh... Oh, I thought it was a separate holiday. Yeah, that's what I assumed. <laughs> yeah, you don't think that culture is deserving of multiple holidays now? Yeah. What other ones would they have over there? Uh, you're setting me up to be inappropriate. Yep. Um. Sunday, bloody Sunday. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> Kid, it went with Christmas. But <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess. Do they know it's Christmas over there? <laughs> yeah. Catholic. <laughs> All right. Kelly says, uh, this is too good to be true. <laughs> what do you feel in my hands? Tender strength. What do you feel? What does that mean? That you'll be there for me. Uh, the prince wants Kelly to come with him uh, and get up all in her coffee beans as well. He mentioned <laughs> something about having coffee with her or some shit. In his country, they have they share coffee with who they're interested he, in or some. I don't know. He's throwing. He shade says at coffee, our coffee. He says coffee with a taste of moonlight. Right? Isn't that his line? So he's a witch. Yeah. They talk about tasting moonlight quite a bit. Like it's mentioned maybe four or five times. Is there a hole in their ozone layer there? Is that why are they getting uh, actual like physical moonbeams? You can you can actually <laughs> taste can the moonlight taste. in yeah. Indonesia. Yeah. <laughs> Grind them shits up. Mm-hmm. There's also a weird part here where he like kisses his fingers and then puts them onto her mouth. Yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah, but it's date one, dude. Chill, chill the fuck out. That's smooth operating. All right, we got to Kelly and the Prince. They're headed out. Hulk and Brew can't fucking believe it. Kelly explains that she'll be back. But Brew gives her a communicator in case something bad happens. Mm. Uh, we cut to Hulk's place. Jessica's doing her taxes in the middle of the night, apparently. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, I did the math, and she's—I think she's correct. 
with how many yeah she says that she hours slept, slept. 32,000 hours or something and that's enough for a lifetime for her lifetime she has she has I think technically slept a third of her life I did this today I pulled out a calculator and I did uh, it was like alright what's the average lifespan 80 years times 360 it was like 700,000 so it'd be like 300 something hours if she's 10 <laughs> I was like yeah she actually like like fucking hope she's doing the accounting and shit for the scuttlebutt you know keeping track I think of she shit. is yeah. she must be yeah keeping the books let me tell you something Jessica wait till you have fucking children <laughs> you won't sleep ever again Hulk asks what she's doing up at 2 a.m. She says, she says Kelly's been giving out free drinks. We're super under at the scuttlebutt. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's embezzled all the money. <laughs> uh, Jessica doesn't want to sleep because she's having a bad dream. But it is true, guys. Uh, I think we brought up on the last episode that they're just people that get drinks from the scuttlebutt. She doesn't charge ever. Well, where are these people supposed to put money? Coming up to the bar in their fucking G-strings and shit. Maybe they're just given like a room number. This is before, you know. They have, they probably have tabs. Oh, dude. The room number is such a fucking baller move. When you go to like an actual resort or hotel that they let you do that. Oh. No, it's a terrible move. Oh, I love it. You end up spending more. Those yeah, Mai Tais were $33. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we went into Springsteen a few weeks ago, Penny Smasher and I. And, yeah, Get we faster. stayed at the hotel. And they're like, oh, you just want to add it to your room? We're like, no, we'll fucking pay for it right here. Like, relax. She's like, that's they $100. Thought you had class. Yeah. We did spend $100 on two glasses of scotch though we spoiled ourselves that's right that's like a that's just one drink where you're at right greg yeah oh yeah fucking yeah seriously (laughs) absolutely i i pretty much have i limited myself to like a drink a week if i'm going out that's it i can't afford anything else you you only have one drink a week if i'm going out yeah okay oh shit at home, I mean, I got, I got. Speaking of my ties, I have a tiki rum mai tai right here. Figured it was oh, appropriate yeah. for Thunder in Paradise. Yeah. I tried my best to try to find something sort of dreamy, hazy. Oh, but, nice. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> kind of backfired on you, though. Yeah. Cron, what do you, Cron, what do you got? You I got a water. Drinking water. Leave him alone. Fine, I'll grab one at the break, Dan. Thank Makes you. you fucking peer pressure me and fucking drinking. Thank you. Hope you get a DWI tonight. <laughs> I drive a little car downstairs. My house is so big. <laughs> Your wife pulls you over. <laughs> I thought I told you to stop doing this. <laughs> get out of the way. <laughs> I'm not drunk. <laughs> Uh, we got to Kelly back at the palace. Everyone's so fucking happy. They're throwing flowers, handing her gifts and shit. Uh, the prince has a lady with him. Uh, I mean, 
Tanned in Asia is full of the whitest people I've ever seen. I was just going to ask, did you guys know how ethnically diverse Tanned in Asia is? A bunch of expats. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was going to ask. Uh, kudos ask to the- you guys for for booking a non-white guest on this episode. Oh, a, a brown guy <laughs> to discuss this, yeah. No, no, no. That's the right move because... Okay. Uh, yeah, as somebody who's ethnically ambiguous, I, I'm with an authority on Tandanasia. <laughs> I did we're feel s- like we need to give sorry? a disclaimer that like <laughs> our our order lists that we have for like guests, like we have not watched ahead. So it's not like if if you get a bum yeah. episode, sorry, or if you get something that seems inappropriate. I me, me and the prince will be the brownest people on the Tandasian set. Yeah. His yeah. dad, the king, the king is full on British white. Exactly like, what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're hinting at some imperialism or something. There, right. Know? That's what that's what I thought, too. I give him the benefit of the doubt. And I was like, this is some commentary having this white guy be the king. Yeah. And just to be fair to Thunder in Paradise, there's been something offensive in every one of these episodes. <laughs> so that is, that is definitely true. They are equal opportunity offenders. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But right, is it? But is it okay when you're stupid? You know, like it, like it's not not anymore. It's I get that, but I'm saying at a certain point when we we go back, right? It's like we all realize this is stupid. I love this very much. Mm-hmm. It's the most passionate I've been about anything in a very long time. Yeah, how it's did, stupid. did you cry after these episodes? I get such a nostalgia sadness at the end of every one of these. I, it's it, there's some deep shit going on with I, bones. Yeah, and thunder and I'm, tr- I'm trying to work some shit out with this. Greg is <laughs> this is we'll be sponsored by BetterHelp by the end of this. Because... <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is the first time that the prince has ever brought a girl home, apparently, and she is. She's got like the virgin scare eyes, like, oh shit. <laughs> She's going to have to show him a few things. Like, she makes a face. It's well, probably why she wants out. Well, and also yeah. the first girl he's brought home, except for the six that put his robe on him for him. <laughs> I mean, well, they're stuck there. It's not like he gets to bring them home, he's returning them. <laughs> <laughs> There's no excitement anymore there. Yeah, I don't think because they have to do what he says. Yeah, sex without love is just fun. Sex without consent is not fun, though, folks. Yeah, that's right. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, thanks for (laughs) making what I said weird. (laughs) That was my point. Uh, We cut back to Jessica. She's having a vision of the nightmare that she had. At the beginning of the episode. Is that correct? I mean, it's not just a vision. Again, it's the David Lynchian, like, uh, you know, technique of, like, having it superimposed on the wall. She's watching it on the wall, you know, like, happening again. Yeah. So we can confirm that Jessica is a robot. <laughs> I mean, you guys mentioned in, in the, your discussion of the pilot, her being like a little Damien Omen kid. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> That's true. Uh, you know, having visions of the future in the in the eyes of the Catholic Church is like a demonic ability. So that's why, that's why I left. 
What? <laughs> it works. Hope, Come on. Hope comes in. <laughs> Jessa explains the story of Aladdin with Hulk and Brew, which sounds amazing, by the way. Mm-hmm. If we can get that. Uh, Brew and Hulk explain that dreams are not real. Jessica goes into a lot of like the storyline of Aladdin here. Like they got to ride a magic carpet. They're jumping from rooftop to rooftop and all this shit. There was street trash and riffraff. <laughs> and dad, you, I know you don't want to buy it, but Brew, you better like it. Uh, like yeah, when, they ex- like when Hulk's like dreams aren't real, and then I I imagine he would say like I used to want to be the WWF champion, but now I'm just a guy with a super boat that owns a hotel mm-hmm. <laughs> that's going under. You got to give those things up sometimes. Yeah, your hotel's doing shit, Dad. Uh, it's record loss. <laughs> I did the taxes the other night at 4 a.m. Uh, we cut back to Kelly. She's being pampered, uh, apparently, by the prince's servants or helpers or whatever they the are. The ladies in waiting. Yes. Uh, the prince comes in. They kiss. He gives her a gift. It's a dress for her wedding. Uh, you princes waste no time. Uh, the prince uh, clears the room. He explains that the destiny of his kingdom is weighing in the balance. Uh, we got our Mortador, our Mortador comes in, our big guy. Kelly asks what's going on. The prince explains to show allegiance to this uh, guy. He must sacrifice his dream. He explains that Kelly will have to marry him. Not him, Mortador. I sold you for a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, all right. So, was this his plan from the beginning? What the fuck is going on here? Like, did he bring her here knowing she's actually gonna marry Mortador? I think. So. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes me question: Why not just fake an interest in some other lady? Yeah. Right. Anybody. Yeah. Right. And then wait a few weeks, and then one go of the get... ladies behind you. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Which, which oh, one gives oh, the hey, worst Manny Petty? She's <laughs> she never matches my underwear with my robe, mm-hmm. so yeah, send her out. All my towels are tiger striped. <laughs> uh, Kelly says, "Fuck this," and runs over to the communicator and calls for help. Uh, It's interesting she was able to get a signal on that, considering it was obviously cut in half. It also gets crushed as she's talking. Well, that's what I mean. Like it, (laughs) Morgador breaks it. It's they could have put maybe one or two pieces of, or you know, little dabs of gorilla glue in between it to help fake it. But yeah, I, I I love the noises though the bleepy bloopy noises as Mordor crushes it. Mm-hmm. It's it's perfect. Uh, back at Hulk's place, Brew and Hulk wake up in Jessica's bed. Uh, they get the voicemail from Kelly. 
Jessica freaks out about her dream. She says that uh, Hulk says it's nothing but a dream because she thinks it's going to come true because, of course, Thunder blew up with Brew and Hulk in it. Uh, they tell Kelly to give the rest of her, <clears throat> or he tells Kelly. Yeah, he, no, tells, he tells, he tells Brew to go get uh, fucking Trelawney. And then they pack up. He Well, yeah, yeah he tells to get Trelawney to babysit. And then How Jessica. awesome is that, right? That you just got two women that whenever you need to dump your child on. It's not even ask Trelawney. It's just tell no. Trelawney. <laughs> I will say, too, Trelawney uh, is the name of a character in Harry Potter that is like a visionary fucking dream. Like, you know, her magic ability is that she's able to, like, look into the future and prophesize and shit. And I, we know that J.K. Rowling stole the name Harry Potter from the movie Troll. So... I'm just theorizing here. She also stole Trelawney from Thunder in Paradise. I think J.K. is a big wow. Thunder oh. fan. Yeah, I think we, we got our we Hannibal Burris Cosby moment right here. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> yeah, this will sink her. Yeah, this is going to be trending on Twitter, as they say. Mm-hmm. All right, Jessica tells Brew the rest of her dream so that he will remember it. Yeah, ha- which is hashtag pretty much uh, thunder and Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> so if you remember that, it's Aladdin. So she's pretty much reciting Aladdin to Brew, so he'll remember it. We got to the palace. Again, I think it's fucking hysterical that she runs up and starts yammering, and he says, "Well, tell Brew everything." Like he just passes her off to somebody else and then fucks off. Like how how awesome would that be, Dan, if your kid came up and you just were like, All right, tell Kron and you just fucked off and had a beer. I I feel like as this show goes on, they like every episode they're like, Oh shit, we still got that kid on the show. <laughs> yeah. Write her in somewhere. <laughs> and we gotta get a boat in here. Fuck. <laughs> Look, I'm already having trouble with fucking Thunder's speaker system over here. You deal with Jessica's shit. God damn it. All right, we cut cut back to the palace. Kelly pretty much is being held against her will here. She tries to change the prince's mind. He explains, or he elaborates, why he's doing this to Kelly. Uh, she says there's there has to be another way. Listener, if you've ever wondered when somebody turns the page, you just you just heard that. Yeah, I could. Did you draw a little arrow at the bottom of the page to C O N T turn turn apostrophe D? <laughs> I have handwritten notes this week. It's a uh, it's a rarity. I wasn't asked if that was a regular thing. She showed us earlier. Used to be, and then I moved. Then I found out that the cell phone actually cuts on my time for plot. But I have been known to do a more detailed plot than my yeah, other necessary co-hosts. Wow. <laughs> but then when I do skip shit, 
they bring it up like oh what about that i, mean, I think that's kind of like the whole point mm, fucking, like, uh, that's why you leave gaps so we have something to do there's there's a there's a three bears situation here greg there is a okay okay one there's of us gets host. it just right <laughs> me every time <laughs> he I'm explains the, the i'm the papa bear <laughs> yeah dan's the mama bear no, I'm the girl that eats the porridge and leaves. That's Greg. He's, yeah, an, yeah. he's the non-bear. Oh, I gotta be a bear? I'm gonna be a cocaine bear. I'm trending. as fuck. Was it, Greg, did you see it? I, I've not seen it yet. That might be one I, I catch later. Yeah. Uh, the excitement in your voice like, is palpable. <laughs> <laughs> Look, like like drinks out here, tickets, movie tickets are not uh are not cheap. So I got I got to be selective. It sounds like it's why the, it's why I met the New Beverly one time. It's 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 way cheaper than any other theater in L.A. Honestly, sounds like you're ready to move to a midwestern city, Greg. <laughs> what's the what's the ticket price down there at the New Bev? Uh. I, it's typically like ten dollars for any kind of screening, oh, twelve dollars for double features. Yeah, so you get two movies for twelve dollars. Like that's that can't be beat. I think even triple features don't go above twelve. Yeah. Have you seen Tarantino at any of these? No, I I, I think it's pretty rare for him to actually show up there. Hmm. Like I've been a lot. I've never seen him. Man. He's busy podcasting these days. You know, he he he's yeah, joined our true. ranks. Yeah. yeah. He smashed us just by mm-hmm. having episode one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking celebrities. Yeah. I am nowhere. I am nowhere near L.A. And I know that the new Beverly or like just showed like the Bra- uh, Blade trilogy. Like it's yeah. insane how it like. Yeah, I went to culture. that. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I was sell- at that, I was at that screening. It was great. It sells yeah. out. It they generally sell out almost every screening, but the standby line is pretty generous. Like they, it's I've never not gone into a, even a sold out screening there. You just show up early enough and get in line and you'll get in. Yeah, wow. Hell yeah! But we're talking about oh fuck, he even says what city in Florida it is. Clearwater, Florida. <laughs> Clearwater, Florida. That's right. All right. Our prince, he explains to Kelly why he's doing this. She says there has to be another way. He gives her the headband that Trelawney uh, made up for at the top of this episode. The prince tells his people to prepare her for the wedding. Kelly tries to make a run for it. We get two bigger guys to come into the room and say, yeah, that's not happening. Uh, We cut the thunder tearing it up on the open water here on the way to save Kelly. Brew explains that they have another two hours, even in hyperspeed, to get to their location. Hulk is hungry. Uh, Bruce starts putting a, putting some food plans together, running, runs an inventory and realizes it's fucked. And then he goes and actually takes a look and says, we only have a can of mushroom soup yeah. in a frozen burrito. He has a, an RDT, like, handheld thing, like the guy at Lowe's <laughs> who's trying to check and see where the pallet is. 
for their kitchen inventory on this stealth boat. And to be fair, he is like, I'm in a creative mood, right? They've got two hours to kill. What the fuck? But I don't know. This is, this, is, this is just comedy, man. This is just great comedic writing. Right? Do you think? Because the standard would just be MREs, right? But why not fill yeah. out some character here, right? You're building up Bruce's character. You're giving some backstory to the boat. Like, it's it's great. I want to know where all the missing inventory went, though. Like, I hope that's addressed in a further episode. It won't be. <laughs> it was a fucking chimpanzee, and you know it. All right, Jordan I'll, Peele. I'll, if they do some if crazy they, back, I, back to the Future oh. 2, and there's a chimp that's been running around the whole time. I would be so happy. Oh, my God. I yeah. wouldn't put it past him. That's all I'm saying. I think uh, Hulk was like, this is my favorite meal. Put it in the episode. It's a frozen burrito <laughs> and a can of cream of mushroom. <laughs> yeah. Just dips it in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, he tells Brew, like, hey, it's eight in the morning where we're going. Let's just have a breakfast buddy, which I, I demand to know what a breakfast buddy is. Is that just a burrito? Is that a, I don't know. But. I will say that they did put that in because I did have a note that was like, this like makes no sense because they're like waking up from nightmares and shit. And then when you cut to Kelly, she, it's like daylight. And then he's like, oh yeah, it's, it's this. And I was like, all right, at least somebody thought of that, I guess. Yeah. The writers stay there what they're doing here. Don't, mm-hmm. don't doubt them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Have we gotten uh, any night shots in this show? <laughs> no. Have right. they shot no, past no. five o'clock? No. Ever? I don't think they have the I don't think they have the technical ability to shoot at night. Okay. The only light they have is just to shine on fucking Hulk's muscles, <laughs> right? Like that's Everything it's else is olive just, oil just and true El Natural Soderbergh. A Barry Lyndon style, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's actually the same who, the same cameras who, they used who, on who Barry Lyndon. Who directed that movie? Hmm. <laughs> oh, that little guy right there? Uh, guys, Trelawney gave him a gift basket before they left. I forgot to mention that. Mm-hmm. And it comes into play here. It's just a whole bunch of chicken and her hot sauce. <laughs> And they dig in. Uncovered uh, fried chicken. Yeah. Hey, but luckily, that Dan, has, uh, it's the only thing you've left out so far. So, <laughs> Great job, dude. Thanks, guys. You knew just what to leave out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm not going to need that. <laughs> and lo and behold, we'll see. Uh, love at first bite. They have a good dude convo here. Uh, bro shares some childhood date stories. Uh, Thunder interrupts him with some warnings that some heavy artillery has been detected. Uh, they move quick into uh, a mine situation here. One of them comes up from the bottom of the sea and uh, Thunder shoots out a laser to take care of it. Blow it up. Mm-hmm. Kind of a shitty minefield. Right? I don't know. It seems pretty futuristic, badass to me. But as opposed to all the great minefields mm-hmm. you've made, <laughs> I mean, it just seems like why would you shoot your missile up into the air that high? I don't know. Uh, 
isn't the point of an underground mine to hit the boat and blow it up? I don't, I mean, I'm not a. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe you're. Tr- yeah. And right. I think sea yeah. mines are, you just like run into them directly, right? right. That's I don't what think I they shoot up like bouncing Bettys yeah. or whatever. Uh, maybe yeah. because they did not know how to design a fucking laser underneath thunder. <laughs> so for the sake of the action staging, they've got to get the missile in the air. Yeah. It looks cool, though. Uh, right? I think it's had, a fun had you guys sequence, seen, but... Had you guys seen the laser on Thunder before, or is this a, a reveal of a new This is gadget? the first time, I think. Okay. I was I was very happy to see the laser capabilities of Thunder. This was, so, this was awesome. Yeah, we know we have a minigun. We have mm-hmm. grenades. We've got rockets. We've got a laser. Hyperspeed. Yeah, the only thing we're missing Hyperspeed. is like a... Um, it's got Tomo- stealth. T- Tomorrow never dies. The little decal that hop- pops up that's got the little line yeah. cutter. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. A topless chick poster in there. Yeah. Well, and then it's got a microwave. Trigger is you its own that. weapon. <laughs> they don't, scans. They don't microwave that chicken. That kind of bums me. In the, in the first episode. Chicken, that is, it is really upsetting. They just bite into it straight. Who knows how long they've been out there in the water. And they're just like, oh, cool, some chicken that's uncovered and, you know. Been in a boat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which, like, hey, Trelawney, come put some tinfoil over it or something, at least. Thunderscans just isking, itching to ask if we think that's clunky chicken or not. (laughs) It didn't look uh, ash covered, so. Okay. I will say, too, because, like, Brug is a whole monologue about a date he went on. With a Wanda trichondinosis, the, the entire monologue is delivered through a mouthful of chicken. Basically, <laughs> it's kind of hard to listen to. And you were like, "How did this guy not get an Emmy?" I, yeah, he's doing great work, man. Towards the latter half of this episode, he gets some genuine fucking nods from me. All right, Thunder scans for more bombs. I'm trying to make it to a fucking B break here, boys. Okay. <laughs> Thunder scans for more bombs. They're in a minefield in the middle of the ocean. Brew gives a history lesson here on why this minefield's here, which I always appreciate about this show. Mm-hmm. At least they try. Uh, I didn't write any of that shit down, but anyway, he gives. Well, it. they say there's no way that. Uh the northern Tanzanian army would have been able to place these mines and they say yeah but the Russians could have and they're like oh yeah that conflict from five years ago and that's all we need you know I got behind a car the other day and it had a sticker that said cold war I survived and I was like what (laughs) hmm Maybe they were one of those, like, duck and cover kids. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was kind of weird. I was like, huh. I was like, okay. Didn't even know they sold those. That's a subtle way of telling you that they are going to drive four miles with their right blinker on. <laughs> Before they turn? <laughs> yeah. And their Subaru? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fucking Subaru. With a, did it say coexist on the other side of the fucking bumper, Dan? Yeah, kind of. Probably. Mm-hmm. Did they have glasses <laughs> perched on the top of their head the fucking ponytail 
and a fucking Patagonia vest on. Yeah. They had <laughs> one pair of glasses over another pair of glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Why pay for bifocals? Like the driver and single the, the taxi driver from- and cat people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heart labradoodles. <laughs> All right. We get a history lesson here on why that shit's there. Hulk has a, uh, does a free dive to detect some of these mines. He sets them off with an actual fucking de- metal detector underwater. Is, is that the same metal detector they used to uncover the um, necklace pieces from the first episode? It probably was. You watch the first one again, you tell us. Uh, Brute live streams into Hulk doing this because that's something Thunder can do. Hulk triggers one. Brew gets it. Uh, we go through this for a while. Hulk gets down to the last one. But the trapdoor stuck, guys. So naturally, Hulk takes it upon himself to lift it up, and he gets it just in the nick of time. He returns to Thunder. They hit hyperspeed, and we hit hyper P, boys. We take a pee break. Welcome back, everybody, to the box set here on Five Day Rentals. We are fucking treading water here with Thunder in Paradise episodes six and seven. Um, we have a thunder malfunction like we normally do. We have a prince who has taken uh, Kelly, who can't finish. It's my prince. Um, I would die for. You. Uh, Bones, you gotta do a different song. Um, uh, Little Red Corvette. I was gonna do no, Crime. That was you twice. Okay. Yeah, um, but I know a lot of Prince songs. <laughs> let's do. Uh, um, what's that one? Raspberry uh, cream, beret. Uh, cream. Right. And then uh, you just, day, you just day o seven day o. Day 07. How does the bat dance one go? Oh, yeah. Oh, we got a live one here. The new king in town. <laughs> there you go. That's Party Man. I love Party Man, Party thank man. you. I walked into a conversation of my at work, one of the head guys, and I walked past to go. Are there guys the there that don't have heads? Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I work at Sleepy Hollow. Um,. And he's like, oh, I'm an early Prince guy. I don't really like his newer stuff. <laughs> yeah, after he died, man, his shit just went downhill. <laughs> started putting out Something all those changed about him. <laughs> yeah, he started putting out all those B-side compilations and shit. I just wanted to be like, look, dude, everybody is. like, <laughs> Yeah. It's a dumb shit comment. Anyway, Kelly is with a prince. Uh, Brew does not like this. Uh, what else do we got here? Jessica's having some bad dreams. Trelawney has put her black magic voodoo on uh, these two ladies, and this is why we are Jessica's here. Jessica's going for her MBA. <laughs> her can't, can't get any sleep. <laughs> we haven't seen the old man. We didn't see the old man all episode. 
Yeah, I thought about that uh, when I finished it the other night. I was like, oh, shit. Uncle, Uncle Charles. Mm-hmm. He's Uncle Charles. Big, he's back in yeah. Oxfordshire this episode. Yeah, probably. He, he's he's out, like, I don't know, doing researching the racehorses owned by uh, Christopher Walken or whatever he did in View to a Kill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's singeing Smythe's right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking nerd alert. Hey, you're talking to a, a fresh Bond fan here. Fresh. I know. Fresh Bond obsessive. Like, it hit me like a ton of bricks Welcome, in the past buddy. couple months. We're yeah. happy to have oh, thank you. Thank you. Greg, I mean, you are the special guest tonight. I didn't tell you to please fucking pimp whatever you want on the show. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> let's do that in now. That case, in that case, let's get Cajun Cron, Brian De Palma, you know, Jesse, all of them. Let's just bring them all in, one after the other. Oh shit! Oh, he's using his his pimp card to summon Kron's uh, <laughs> characters. Is that is that allowed? Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you there uh, there is a ample opportunity for Cajun Kron to show up later. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Wait, I think wait, any episode on. with with I think any episode with Trelawney you get an opportunity because mm-hmm. the the voice is basically the same. Oh, Karan, I was trying to ask which episode he was talking about to see if we could figure out if he's watched it all yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And forget, so which episode? Um, BDP is not a character any of us do. That's the actual. Right, yeah, yeah the actual it's person. The, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking asshole, that guy. He, he gets a Zoom wink every week. <laughs> At least he knows how to use Zoom. Paul Verhoeven just doesn't understand it. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's always yelling at us to like delete, you know, end the call. But I mean, I've been I've been fiending for some Hinkle lately. I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> He's pissed. We cut to uh, Tanzasia, Tanasia. Yep, you got it. Nailed it. Brew and Hulk are in the bay, of course, because that's that's where they always end up. Did you guys notice when they were on the open sea, they still had like a beach line on the viewer? Like they're supposed to be two hours away from the shore and you could still see a beach. I just thought 20 feet away. I was like just going like back Mm -hmm. and forth. (laughs) Like, oh, that's waves. (laughs) And there's no autopilot. Fucking hurricane is is. holding on the whole time. Um, But they don't use it. Remote control, yeah, yeah. A- I thought there was autopilot in an episode before, wasn't there? Well, yeah. when when you're in hyperspeed, you got to have a human that can react faster than a computer. Mm-hmm. This is the '90s, Cron. Computers weren't that fast. I will say, Brew sells the hyperspeed way better than than Hogan does. Like when they lean back. It's a very refined acting technique you need to perfect to sell hybrid <laughs> seemed, speed. Yeah. It, it seemed like he was a little late because Brew hits it and he's <laughs> like. <laughs> Do you think in like the private father son acting lessons that he obviously got from Jack Lemon, they went over <laughs> hyperspeed? <laughs> well, Jack Lemon knew from. It, he's the one on the boat in yeah. Some Like a Hot. He saw right? the writing like, on the wall. Or whatever. Yeah. He's. You think he was proud of that? That he was in Thunder and Bear? That Jack Lemon was? Yeah, of, of his son. Hey, okay, you want my wild take? 
I'm just glad you moved out. <laughs> uh, Chris Lemon is doing some work at the end of this movie that is like that fucking rivals Jack Lemon's comedic <laughs> timing, dude. When they are in the fucking jail cell, it, we are talking it's- apartment, some like at hot level <laughs> fucking comedic chops. It oh, is, is, is. Is this a good or a bad thing? <laughs> it's awesome. It's okay. awesome. I just knew. I was like, I, I got to be prepared for like the what the fuck are you smoking argument to this. But I think when Chris Lemon is on in this fucking show, he is on. <laughs> I I will say I think Brew maybe is one of the the most enjoyable characters in in the series so far. I was prepared to really hate him in in the first couple a couple episodes, but he's. Yeah. Proven again and again to be uh, one of the one of the better assets. I wonder. I wonder if writing maybe continues that way as the series goes on. That could yeah. be, uh, you know, maybe it's a Breaking Bad sort of thing of like, well, hey, actually, we kind of like this one guy. Let's keep writing to him. You know, he did. A, he evolved from a guy who fucks a boat into <laughs> guy who uh, I don't know playfully misappropriates a lot of cultures. (laughs) I love how this episode we've compared this show to David Lynch Mm -hmm. and Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think we even had Kubrick involved. It's a a straight line. It's a straight line. This is three three years after, after Twin Peaks where prophetic dreams do play a big part. So, you know. I I think it's it's obvious the connection there. Lynch watched it and he's like, "Man, why didn't they call me?" <laughs> I could have done one with a fucking boat. <laughs> oh, they're stealing from me. <laughs> uh, Brute notices a water wheel and says, "Hey, that's just like the one in Jessica's dreams." Uh, Hulk says it's got to be a coincidence. Hulk gets uh, all the equipment equipment ready. We cut to Hulk and Bruce. Talk about a stretching sequence, dude. The 25 seconds of him slowly getting up, getting hangers out of a fucking wardrobe, (laughs) cocking a few fucking MP5s. Well, we've already went through what they were going to eat. What do you think Mm -hmm. that was? And then you got to have Bruce say, remember to bring the fucking grappling ropes well we also got three music videos as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So altogether this is 45 minutes what are we in like how bad are future episodes that this is the one they turned into a movie that is my question right? at the end of this I'm like how is this the movie like you you should have turned because it goes international maybe hammer maybe play you a- yeah <laughs> Do you guys know where the split was between the two parts? Because the the file I watched, it didn't see. It just flowed right into it. I yeah, I couldn't tell I couldn't either. Peg it either. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you I bet it's-, it's right after Kelly asks for help, right? Saying like, "Hey, I need to be rescued." That's yeah. what I was gonna say. Right after she does the call and he crushes it, like that'd be a good kind of. Yeah, it splits in half, just like that communicator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> visual storytelling I mean wouldn't we had a better <laughs> with three and four right 
see Quentin Hammerhead, the whole Hammerhead saga. Yeah, I got the impression from you guys' episode that was like Hammerhead carried over between two episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he returned. Like make that the movie. Yeah, but they yeah. they also kill him at the end of episode three, <laughs> and he comes back in episode four. So <laughs> I don't. Greg's like, "Fuck!" Now I gotta watch these. <laughs> I do. I I'm excited. I'm I'm pumped. Honestly. All right. Um. Hulk and Bruce sneak into the palace. Uh, they don't blend in whatsoever. Uh, they see Kelly getting dragged to her wedding. Uh, let's Great boogie. classic. Uh, who gives a shit about proper POV with the binocular? Like, so he's stationary watching this whole thing, but they obviously just threw the filter on the camera, which is moving with the wedding party, which I thought was great. I mean, you did watch this four times, right? Do the fucking work, man. All right. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Uh, we follow we follow the wedding party. Our Brew and Hulk do. No one seems to notice them. Uh, apparently, these uh, parlor palm trees give great cover. <laughs> it's a house plant. I, I love the image of them on their stealth commando mission in broad daylight. Yeah. Could not be more obvious. Maybe that's Stuck, why they pepper in all little. the other white people. So you get the, <laughs> the belief that like, oh, these other white people would just blend in, right? Like if. Yeah. Oh, they must be training. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they look like Tanzanian natives. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they decide to hit the high ground on the rooftops. I mean, why? So- how hard is it for them to just do the classic like whoop, knock some like, guy out, knocks yeah. two guys out, and put on some right. stuff like camo and all? Like, <laughs> I guess you you're paying for Hulk. Like, you want those guns out? You want those twenty four inch pythons on display? Mm-hmm. They're not covering that pretty face. Yeah, yeah. We gotta see the hairline, or no one's gonna believe it. <laughs> That hot dog tan skin. Uh, Brew and Hulk here, they decide to take the high ground and they start hitting the rooftops. But they get fooled, gentlemen, by none other than a fucking net. Classic. It gets dropped on them by some of the goons here. Uh, They lock them up uh, in a cell. The bars are electrified. Just, just like San Quentin. What is this, uh, this jail situation? Or C Quentin? I'm sorry. Um, so it's just open to the outside. It's just like on a side street. Yeah. It's like between like a re- you know, like a hole in the wall restaurant and like a fucking. <laughs> hey. Yeah. They have electricity. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair. They give up instantly as soon as the net touches their skin. They're just like, well, that's fuck it. We're done. Oh, you gotta conserve I think we, you gotta conserve energy. Mm-hmm. I mean <laughs> Live to fight another day, brother. Yeah. So I, I think we see why they're ex Navy SEALs. They just don't have the motivation to really see it through, you know. <laughs> why didn't they just fucking shoot him? Why would you throw a net <laughs> over him? <laughs> Too heavily armed, like random 
strangers walk into your tent. Yeah. <laughs> Brew takes 20,000, or they both take 20,000 volts. And they kind of pass out in the cell. <laughs> we got that to Kelly. looked pretty comfortable, man. Like when they get blown back, like I was like, that look. Just, just lean into the fucking knockout. Take a nap, bro. You've been on a boat for eighteen hours. We cut to Kelly. She's wondering out loud where Brew and Spencer are. The wedding continues. A guard comes to check on uh, Brew and Hulk. They are talking about how long the wedding is going to last. The guard starts to eat. Some ladies drop some food off. There's a, a great joke with the, I will now silently read from the wedding book. I, this yeah. is one of my favorite parts of the episode. God, that is... I guess they... That is so funny. I guess they couldn't get the rights to the ceremonial book of <laughs> Tandanasia. <laughs> Okay, see, my thought was they had a gibberish Tandanasian language they tried out and then realized, okay, this is too far even for us. They brought like, in the Klingon is... guy? Like, yeah. Can you can you make something up? Yeah. But they just had this white actor, like, mouthing or, like, pretending to speak some Arabic language. And we're like, okay, we can't do this. We have to just, like, give an excuse as to why he can't speak Tandanasian here. So it's a silent reading from this book, but he's still mouthing the words mm. as he's reading it. Well, they even try because Brew, he asks, Hoke, I think, asks, like, what's <laughs> happening at this wedding? And he's like, well, he's going to silently read from this book. Uh, he's an expert like, in Asian culture, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. They doubled down on it. It's almost like Hulk forgot that he got married five episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Bruce starts to talk about a disease, trichondinosis or or some shit. Trichondinosis. So, which is what he referenced his first date's name as. Yeah. Yeah, But, but it is an actual disease. It's like an actual parasite. Right on. Which is an animal that lays eggs in food and they freak the guard out with this. So, so he allows them to... Check the food. We also get an alien reference here as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bringing it back to Walter Hill, baby. Uh, Bruce says that there's a test they can do. The guard buys this and lets him look at the food. Big mistake. I don't know if you guys, if you guys played much of like '90s point-and-click adventures, but this felt like a puzzle from like Monkey Island or something. Like you have to trick the guard into eating the hot sauce that you just randomly have in your inventory that you've been trying on everything before this, you know, and it hasn't worked. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that title sounds familiar. Monkey Island? Lucasfilm, yeah, right? Yeah. Was that or LucasArt? Mm-hmm. LucasArt's I like, played, point um, click adventure games, yeah. I loved Maniac Mansion. Oh, yeah, great game. Um, yeah. I never got into Day of the Tentacle, though. Yeah. Grim Fandango is maybe the peak of that, okay. that run. Yeah. But uh, they really set up this hot sauce, though. They talk about it quite a bit. Yeah, Hulk mentions it when they're chowing down on Trelawney's chicken and so, uh, mm-hmm. thunder. Yeah, but not only do they let them into the cell with the hot sauce, they show them with cell phones. <laughs> right? Yeah. They didn't compensate. So. They didn't have time. 
Okay. They had a wedding going on, you know? That's, That's older, true. Older everybody's time went everybody's flustered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried to get a human out of a net? Like, it's, it's not easy, dude. <laughs> it takes time, you know? But uh, How many people are you netting? <laughs> what was the movie we covered with the net gun? You guys haven't done Predator 2, right? That's got a net no. gun. Was it twice dead? Again? Twice on this episode? I guess I was thinking like sci-fi, something like Nemesis or Split Second, but... No, it was Running Man. How hmm. the fuck did I forget Running Man? Oh, because that's a good movie, and I always fucking tune those out from our references. This you hot sauce. At one time, number one, man. Dethroned. Where do you think this hot sauce falls on the... I don't know what the name of the scale is, but there's a scale of hotness. Scoville? It, it sounds Scoville. intense. Scoville, yeah. Um, Seems intense, though. Are these ghost peppers, or...? Yeah, it's above the Carolina Reaper. <laughs> yeah. This would be the final dab on hot ones. <laughs> So, Hulk, you were famously in an... <laughs> famously? <laughs> you were famously in a sex tape. Caught fucking yeah, your best friend's wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't right. like the angle he was filming, by the way. I was bloated, brother. What kind of responsibility do you as an entertainer feel to go after a site something like Gawker? Wow, I can't believe you guys really found that. He's <laughs> um, <laughs> got a really great research crew here, huh? I've watched a lot of hot ones. That's a spot on. Check it out. Brew and Hulk, they take the food from the guard. They cover the guard's food in Trelawney's hot sauce and give it back. And we all know what happens from here. His asshole blows out. Yeah. Gets the shits. Like a Russian fucking sea mine. Brew and Hulk kick the door in and head to save Kelly. Why did they just fucking do that in the first place? Well, the guard's yeah. right there. You got to deal with him first. Well, they take out, out the second guard. Yeah. yeah, you don't think you don't think you don't think RJ Hurricane can handle this guard? No. <laughs> that's, that's why I brought it up. <laughs> and, and you know what? Him, Tom Green did it either. That's why he wrote it this way. This is the Tom Green Show. Meanwhile, the wedding starts. Brew and Hulk hit the rooftops again. Why? You got caught the first time. Uh, they they would never look there. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so obvious. <laughs> Stick to the plan, brother. Uh, they continue to sneak in. Uh, a guard falls to interrupt the wedding that they take out. Hulk and Brew repel in. All it's hell a, breaks it's loose. It's an incredible cut. Yeah. It's pretty body sweet. falling in. It's kind of mm-hmm. sweet, actually. I and them repelling like in and shooting. The shot the of them repelling with the guns firing is pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got all hell breaking loose. Machine gun fire from all angles from the guards. Brew and Hulk, they start firing back. Uh, of course, they get the upper hand. Uh, we got the big guy. He comes in. Hulk and him naturally start fighting. The, Good old they end up shooting a bunch of government. 
they they only end up shooting a bunch of potted plants. Like that's they it cuts to like plants being shot mm-hmm. up by Bruin and Hulk. How PG yeah. can you be with this shooting? Yeah. Uh, we got a good old fashioned wrestling match going on between these two. Hulk gets caught in a headlock and then choked, but he powers his way out of it. Hulk puts him in a sleeper hold, surrender or die. And the big man surrenders. The prince's father interrupts and names Hulk the new warlord because he got uh, Mordor or whatever to surrender. Well, it's it's because Mordor yeah. used the word battle yeah, before this is my battle. Oh, okay. That's that's it. Through the laws, through the eyes of the Tandanesian law, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, they're very semantics based. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. people <laughs> brought him down like Capone. They use the word battle. That's it, man. It's a heavy so, word in Tandanasia. I did not say battle. Nah, you said <laughs> battle, bro. We heard, heard it, you. dude. You fucking said it. Everybody heard it. Fuck you guys. <laughs> so apparently with all that, now the wedding is off. Uh, Hulk wants no part of any of it. But now the prince says that he can marry Kelly. And she's like, wait, what the fuck? No. Uh, we got to Hulk and Brew enjoying the cele- uh, celebration uh, for them because of all this. Well, uh, it's a good, like, they, the rule of three, like, what sort of joke? Like, they say, hey, you're the warlord now. And Hulk is like, what? And then Prince wait, says, what? yeah, and we can get married. And... Uh-huh. Kelly's like, wait, what? And then there's like a space or something, and then randomly Brew is just like, wait, what? Like the the buildup is it it's it pays off, man. It's good shit. Yeah, and I'm a I'm a comedy fan. You comedy guy? Yeah, it's huge. Never knew. Mm-hmm. And you got Tom Green writing your script. You know? Jesus, yeah. this is true. Chalk fool. Uh, we got Hulk and Brew. Like I said, they're enjoying their celebration. We get a joke here of Hulk being hungry. <laughs> it's baked bat lips, apparently. Mm-hmm. Hope, th- hope Hulk- they got some cream of mushroom lying around. <laughs> S- speaking of, of lips, I kind of un- unintentionally did a little like uh, extra credit while I'm prepping for Creed 3, which I'm seeing Hulk- in a few days. Did you watch the Hogan sex tape? Greg, <laughs> I mean, I've I kind of always that's that's like a once a week thing. I just I, okay. I revisit <laughs> that quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. But no, I watched Rocky three. I re- rewatched Rocky three, which he he appears in his Thunder Lips. Yeah. Um, I will say his performance as Thunder Lips in that movie more impressive than I remembered. Um. He starts out just as like the heel, you know what I mean? He's like he's literally snarling at Rocky as they're wrestling in this like charity event. Um, but then when it when it's over and Rocky's like, hey, you know, like <laughs> it's a good fight, like you know, you know, you had to go so hard, and he's just like he completely he shows his range because it's a completely different register for his voice when he's like talking after the match. But he's just like, hey, you know, this is how the game was played, brother. Like, it's a, you know, good match, all good. And it's just, it's his switch from like a heel to just like a normal everyday dude who's doing it for the kids or whatever, you know, for charity. 
uh-huh. is pretty incredible. I was I was impressed by that the way he managed to uh, change modes there. Dude's got chops, man. Yeah, that's something about that wrestling circuit. Like if you can <laughs> if you can make it, it, it it's fucking Juilliard. I don't know. <laughs> Batista is my yeah. favorite actor. I mean, yeah, it's look like look yeah. at all the talent it's produced in the world of mm. film. I don't. I, I know you're saying bad. that in jest, but um, I think we agreed, Kron, that like, yeah, these wrestlers—they're not terrible. I mean, they're they not got something. They're not terrible, but I think if you stack up all the wrestlers who are. <laughs> Not making movies. Against we'll the ones save, who are. We might save that for another day. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I mean, I, I feel like he's pretty beloved in this movie, but like Andre the Giant and Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. And by the good way, good performance, peanut. man. Yeah, that's a that's a classic. You know, classic <laughs> and, character of cinema. And Kron, you can't argue that Hulk Hogan is going to be the most covered actor. One five day rentals. I think maybe just the older wrestlers were doing cooler movies at at their peak. You know, like The Rock is just—he's just doing like you know, bubblegum movies. Hey, the rundown is good. I'm just saying, rundown's great. Yeah, but it's like Roddy Piper was doing They Live and fucking Hell Comes to Frogtown and shit. They were doing like weird stuff back in the day. They were producing high art. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell like, comes to Sephrata. <laughs> but who broke the mold? I mean, is is Hogan the guy that broke the mold? I mean, to be in a Rocky movie is, yeah. is at the time, it's pretty, it seems funny now, but that was like a prestige thing. I mean, I mean Rocky 1 and 2 are two, yeah, they're like, you're right, they're prestige yeah. movies. Yeah. I mean, now Batista really, is like purposely doing weird shit and Cena yeah. is more of a comedian than any of them have ever been so it's has anybody watched any stone cold movies <laughs> the condemned I've seen parts of the condemned that's the one where they're on the island yeah. and they're like it's like a battle royale that's like being live streamed hey, we, we can't forget George the animal Steel. Steel doing Ed Wood films, you know, he kind of yeah. set the template there. Yeah. Damn, I should have been a wrestler. <laughs> All right, I can admit I was wrong. I said these wrestlers aren't good. And we've given a, I don't know, fifteen examples. Of George how the Animal are. Steel, good, dude, it's a good thing. Yeah. George the Animal Steel, man, come on. Well, look at the future here, and I will say that. There may be a category out there that that features that, so you never know. I this just this, uh, this memory just like surfaced, but I was at a convention once, and I saw maybe the saddest image I've ever seen in my life with my own eyes of the honky tonk man um, <laughs> sitting at a table, like with his little sign for autographs and photos, and just nobody approach it the entire convention. Damn. Just uh, and the look on his face, like the the way he was hunched over, just truly broke my heart. And uh, I considered I, again. I don't know much about wrestling. I only knew he was a honky tonk man because of the sign on his desk. 
in front of him or the table in front of him. But uh, I considered being like walking up and pretending to be a fan or something. But I I, I couldn't uh, muster the courage, you know. How much was the autograph? Uh, it was probably like ten dollars, I'd imagine. Uh, I would have went. Yeah. I would have went. <laughs> was he like right between like uh-huh. Barbara Crampton and? <laughs> I I remember. I think <laughs> that's who I was right near of, his table his was uh, Sid Haig was at this convention oh, and. I don't know if you guys ever watched American Horror Story, but the one that played the pinhead in the freak show season was there or in the same area. Those are the kind of people around him. Sid Haig was fucking great. I talked to him for like five, ten minutes. He was fantastic. Meanwhile, the honky tonk man was overhearing our conversation and just like, you know, crying. Just, aside. God, it's like, who's, who the fuck yeah. is Sid Haig? It was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some publicist getting the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> Hulk and Brew, they try to figure out how to get Kelly out of there. The prince announces that he will marry Kelly. Uh, the king comes in. He tells Hulk that he will marry his daughter, who's uh, a pretty good looking lady when she comes out. They both think that Brew says, like, oh, anytime this happens. Good the- jokes aversion with it. The what? It's a good subversion of the joke because Bruce Uh-oh, like has seen this in a movie uh, every yeah. She's gonna be well, uh, they ugly. come out looking like Dick Butkus. I mean, that's the th- they kind of ruined that reveal though because they set it up of like, hey, she's gonna be ugly. So you you already know right then she's gonna be Beautiful. a knockout. You know, yeah. But she's she's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Karan. Yeah. Yeah, Karan, uh, what'd you think? I had no issues. You've been judging these women. <laughs> Very. Yeah, I have like a power ranking of all the women in Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> so you send me that later. Okay. It's Megan, space, space, space. Mm-hmm. I, wrote, you know, I wrote her yeah. name ten times. <laughs> uh, the, the king also reveals that Brew is in charge of the women in waiting so this would uh, mean that he would have to take care of them, sleep with them, and all that stuff. The job entails pretty much a little dream of his own. So yes, this is where Brew has it's a, a little famous, dream. It's, it's it's a long one. Six minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get more girls on the beach. They're all around him. <laughs> They're. Kron, I mean, this is your... They rub his nipples. It's so weird that they included that. He's laying on the ground. Yeah, and they just start rubbing his nipples for him. I mean, if you were a man in that position, would you not allow that? I'm just saying it is more perverted than like nudity would be in the episode. I mean, it's just so... Fucking out of left field. What other things did they shoot before they got to the nipple rub? Or Mm. was nipple rub early on? Like, is that. Well, and there's. there's I feel like you work up to nipple rub, right? There's even a part where they're rubbing his nipples and he, like, looks directly at the camera and winks. Like, (laughs) like, this is the life. (laughs) 
I mean, I'm not good at pass that up. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue. Yeah. It's. I mean, if they're it's great nipples, until you know what it comes with, though. <laughs> I I gotta mention his massive turban he's wearing during this yeah, whole scene too. Is. It is cartoonishly large. It is like the Sultan and Aladdin level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we get past that. Who was it? Was Will Smith a better genie than Robin Williams? I no, don't know. no, never, oh, he was I, fine. I, like he was okay. I didn't even he see it, like, so I don't know. Shut the fuck up, it. Bones. <laughs> yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I I don't. I have no. I have no idea why, but I saw that in theaters. It was not good. Yeah, I never watched it. Well, yeah. We enjoy, might cover it. One I day. guess enjoy what we do have of Will Smith. <laughs> Emancipation. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, might, might be that? a while. I know Chris Rock did. <laughs> uh, the King says, "If this is cool with you, uh, we'll begin your transformation immediately, because the ladies will have to remain pure." Um, what do you mean? Uh, we're going to have to cut off your Johnsons. That's a no. Bruce says it's time to go. If you turn down the gifts of the king, you die. This is coming from one of the giant well, fucking goons. They have the classic joke of they turn to each other. And Bruce is like, it's time to. And then they look at each other and yell at the same time. Split. Split. <laughs> yeah. Did that survive past the 90s, that type of joke of, like, the two characters looking at each other and speaking the same word? I think... Like, yelling it. I think Bones has written it into Terminator Paradox, so... Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, a portion of the film will take place in the 90s, Kron. Obviously, I need the Mm -hmm. the lexicon. Yeah, you need it. Yeah. John John and Sarah will look at each other and go, Terminated! Yeah. Yeah. There are honestly some faces that Hulk makes in this that are that rival like Silent Bob, like the weird like ooh, like his reactions are Kevin Smithian, uh, and what a good dude, man! Like his bro's about to get castrated, and he's like, "Nah, fuck that." All right, look, nah. comparing it to Cooper is one thing, but to say it's on the level yeah, of Smithian, how dare I? Hold on, hold on here. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, is nothing sacred well, to you? But- let's slow down. <laughs> Kevin Smith is rolling in his grave. <laughs> well, he's got all that room now. He's slimmed down. Yeah, rolling true. a blunt can roll in his grave, will- probably. Yeah, that's a better. Yeah, yeah good job. Uh, we got a, <laughs> he's a pot- we got a giant fight. Pot- it good, ensues. Good pot- I, okay, actually, good I, I think. I'm sorry to break the news, but I think he recently stated he's giving up weed. Oh shit! I, you I think the movies I, will I get better or worse. Like a, <laughs> uh, Have I don't you know. Watched any of them? Kind of uh, seems red, like, like it's only uphill. Was good. <laughs> that, that was, I, I kind I, of that was like 15 years ago, dude. <laughs> I think the last I, uh, one I watched was probably Jersey Girl with my wife. Wow! I was like, eh, this is bad. Everybody says it is. I genuinely like Tusk. I've seen Tusk twice, and I, I had a good time with it. Okay. Um, 
it's got a Johnny Depp section in the middle that is dog shit. That is just it's so bad. But outside of that, Tusk I think is pretty fun. Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed Tusk. I always say I need to rewatch Dogma, and I just haven't. I don't think Dogma will hold up. <laughs> That's what I'm kind of scared of, maybe. Yeah. Because it's been years. I know Strikes Back don't doesn't really no. hold up. So, and I was hesitant to try to seek out Clerks Three because I was like, I don't know, like, I don't need to see. I, Clerks it's, 3. It feels like an MCU thing. Like, do I need to have seen? other ones am i gonna go in with all of like the continuity i will say clerks 2 is like fine i think clerks 2 has like a couple jokes that work you Mm -hmm. know yeah well i I was thinking about that it's like i know i've seen clerks 2 and i don't know how Mm -hmm. much i could tell you that happens in that movie i mean (laughs) i know it's got rosario dawson I think that's where they do uh, ass to mouth. Isn't that like a big joke? In yeah. yeah. I think it's a, yeah. 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 They did a donkey show. And a guy fucks a donkey. Too. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's get back to parents here. <laughs> we got a giant fight that starts. We got Brew and Hulk. They battle their way out. They've run through a shitload of gunfire. Uh, they take out some guards along the way. Thunder's called in to meet them. This is pretty much what we see at the beginning of the episode, almost. Uh-huh. Uh, they have a nice fight on uh, some scaffolding here. They fight up and down it a few times. We got this some. Is, uh, this is some stunt show spectacular shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the scaffolding say, up. Got some pretty good stunt work here. Is what I wrote down as well. That that is what it feels like, like a live show that you would see while you're eating a <laughs> like a turkey leg or something. Thirty four dollars yeah. turkey yeah. leg. And a lukewarm Pepsi. <laughs> uh, we got a flagpole that Hulk pushes Kelly and Brew onto to the next roof. Uh, we also get Brew. He gets stuck on a ladder. Funny. Uh, my the, note the ladder was, is like a five-minute sequence. It's funny. It goes on for so long. My note was, when did Rumble in the Bronx come out? Because this <laughs> seems like a clear inspiration here. Um... After this, we go down uh, a zip line that they've, well, Kelly does. And of course, they somebody chops it off whenever Brew and uh, Hulk go down. Uh, Kelly, well, she says she remembers the Trulani headband. That's how she gets down the zip line. It's strong mm-hmm. as hell, apparently. Hulk couldn't uh, Hulk break Bru- it. That's the, that's the test. Let me see that. Uh, Brew and Hulk, they take another way out. They find a carpet. Did you think that Hulk was going to hold on and they were going to hold on to him? I thought I, for sure that's what we were going to do. I thought like all three yeah. were going to go down together. Yeah, yeah. It, it was pretty disappointing that it was just Kelly who ziplined yeah, when after she, all that set up. When she went, I was like, how are they going to throw that thing back up there? <laughs> yeah. You need the magic carpet, though. And try as this poor stunt woman may have. Her form was too good for me to believe that that was Kelly. She got a nice tuck. Those feet came up. I mean, she I fought mean, any bit of that. That probably that got dip. a nice tuck later on in life. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up what 
actresses got to go through to maintain Stay viability. Young. It's fucked up. Let these women age and let them perform, okay? Women have stories, not, too. Not every movie can Jesus. be everywhere, everything, all at once, Bones. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. I love everything, everything. <laughs> Mm. Everywhere, everything, everywhere. All the time. All, mm-hmm. the, all the time, all at once. Yeah. And when it wins Best Picture, every movie will try to be... Everything, yeah. everywhere, all, underwear. All at once. Although Variety once. reported this morning that they are, they're putting money on Maverick. Ooh. Oh, that's a wild they, take. They think, it, they think <laughs> it's going to be bet. split. I, they think it's going to be split. I would be fucking psyched. If It'd be the Fablemans. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. I would be pumped if Maverick won. <laughs> dude, yeah. if Maverick won, the next like 10 years of Hollywood are are looking bright. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, if it inspires like we have to go back to practical, <laughs> yeah, all for yeah. it. At, fuck. Oh my God. I can't imagine. All right. Brew finds a carpet here and he says, remember the flying carpet in Jessica's dream? They use it as a hang glider. No, they don't. No, they don't. They just fucking fall. Do they know how a hang glider works? No, apparently not. Because I was like, what the fuck was that? They just fell. Yeah, they just shouldn't be getting up. They jump off of a roof. I mean. Yeah, they don't really hang glide at all. I figure they'd like, you know. Yeah, at least least hold the corners and let some air fucking build up in there. The work I, it, Brew tries to do. He's like, there's an updraft coming from the street. Like, It's this part, right? I think it's this part where uh, where Hulk has a line of, like, you're about 50 bullets short of an assault rifle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another contender for best line in these two episodes. Yeah. Brew and, and Hulk here, they just fall. Uh, Kelly eventually finds them. The prince catches up to him as well. Kelly tells uh, her to stay. Oh, he tries to convince Kelly to stay. She punches him. Uh, they fight off more goons on the way to the bay and finally make it inside Thunder. They take off. We got our, our big giant guy here. He starts with the artillery. Thunder detects large missiles coming at them. Hulk mentions Jessica's dream. They have to override Thunder. You can change a dream. Uh, they take a few hits. Yeah. I was taking a few hits during the end of this fucking monstrosity, dude. So this is just like Jessica's dream that's that happened at the beginning of the episode. So they uh, film, what, 30 seconds of the boat driving and setting off some explosions, and then they just shoot that from four or five different angles and then just show that over and over and over again. We have the same scene (laughs) extended here. I would like to see the rig that they're obviously driving over that is creating Mm -hmm. that effect for like the rippling fire, you know, parallel to them. You know, is it the Steven Spielberg, like they run on the stick and it makes it look like, you know, a bullet hitting the ground next to you sort of thing. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because it it's a it is a boat in motion, and things captured in camera. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> All right, Brew. He wants to launch 
manual, but to take a few more hits from the artillery. And he decides to abort this manual launch and go back to the computer launch. And it hits their targets. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we all understood what the fuck he was talking about here and how they had avoided blowing up. It all made complete sense. Mm -hmm. I think this was the most I paused and went back in my notes. I was like, yeah, what the fuck are they? He's got one going on here. He's got one round. He wants to shoot at the main artillery that's shooting at them. (laughs) Thunder says, no, I'm, I'm overriding and I want you to shoot this target. And he's like, why the fuck would I shoot that target when I could shoot at the guy that's shooting at me? All Thunder had to do was say, oh, hey, that target is connected to everything. And that would be... Plus, it's like an ammo dump. Like, wouldn't you think that it would cause a fucking awesome explosion anyway? So, the confusing thing to me is he says six clicks to the right, and he moves the cursor, obviously, to the left and down. (laughs) It's... uh, (laughs) Um, man, hey, write it up for the IMDb IMDb goofs section. Yeah. You got to put it in there. I was just uh, thinking, like, shit, what you reminded me of something. Whatever turret they ended up blowing up, do you think the guy who was in that turret, his daughter, was having prophetic visions all week about <laughs> him blowing up? Probably. Yeah. Don't go to work today, Daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dreams are just dreams. Um, mean anything? Change dreams. I would highly recommend people go to the actress who plays Trelawney. Go to her IMDb trivia. It is one sentence, and it is incredible. Maybe I'll pull it up at the end of the episode and, and read okay. it. Uh, if you want to read ahead, by all means. Yeah, can, but I, it is it, it is right incredible. Now. All right, so once Brew does this, they hit the targets, take them out. They hit hyperspeed and head back home. They hit up to 250 miles per hour here. Back at Hulk's place, Trelawney and Jessica are playing. Not uh, Stan, they're on the water. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, They're playing a rodeo board game? Mm-hmm. Not sure. Daddy Hulk, he busts in with Brew. Wait, 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 wait. All right. Yeah. So Trelawney is playing with Jessica, and Jessica mm-hmm. makes a bad decision. <laughs> and Trelawney says, um, I'm not going to do the voice. My child, you're trying to get to nationals, and you're stuck out in the swamp. Oh. oh. She's in the swamp? You think, yeah. You think that's all it takes to get me to come in here? Yeah, I do. Holy shit. Is that... <laughs> Is that Cajun Cron? Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> Cajun Cron, you are just so up to date on your five-day rentals. I'm on every one of these episodes. <laughs> I know. it's You're very popular. It's frankly too much. He's been sitting here silent on the Zoom just the entire time. Uh, oh, oh, Cajun Cron, don't freak out. Sp- you're, you're, you're moving the veil, Greg. You can't. No, don't freak sorry. out. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's, this is our friend Greg. He's from uh, he's from Los Angeles. Oh, a Yankee! <laughs> yeah, we we weren't sure how that would go. Everybody is a Yankee to me. You understand? 
Even the people that live in your town? or I live in the, the very bottom of Louisiana. <laughs> Everyone above is a Yankee. You fucking Yankee scum. Damn. Casey <laughs> Cron. You used to be such a nice guy. Oh, I'm Coming still nice. Don't worry. Oh, okay. All right. It's playful. <laughs> yeah, it's just fun. Oh, by the way, we, every once a year we have a big old rodeo down in the swamp. So that, that board game is accurate. How many fucking bulls are you losing in that swamp? <laughs> oh, so every single one has, has gone under the water and not come up. Are you? They uh, are. They are not natural swimmers. <laughs> are you all caught up on Thunder in Paradise? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I just hop into those into the Zoom call. You got great internet connection down there in uh, in the bayou. Mm-hmm. All the wires run <laughs> under the water. It's incredible. We got these frogmen that hook it all up. Frogmen? You're confirming fucking frogmen? Oh, they exist. They exist. (laughs) What do you... Who do you think's eating all those bulls from the rodeo? Oh, shit. That sustains them, huh? Mm -hmm. That's why we do it once a year. Okay. I mean, if the... if the payout is great internet, mm-hmm. it's worth it. Oh, yeah. What happens when you get frog legs from frogmen? No, you don't. The frogmen are so quick. You cannot catch a frogman. <laughs> that is uh, utterly ridiculous. Hey, come on, Dan. Come on. Sorry. Be realistic here. Yeah. yeah, be realistic. Get a get a fucking grip. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you use a curse it's word. Playful, yeah, it's, play- you, it's, it's playful, though. I told you it's playful. It's playful. <laughs> can, can you send us a copy of this board games that are this board game? Uh, I think we'd like to play it on on the podcast. Yeah, very collectible. <laughs> Do you have eight hundred dollars in cash? I I will get it to you, sir. Oh, you are a fucking rube. You fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was uh, uncalled for, but uh, <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, uh, Canadian Cajun Cron, <laughs> thank you for I'm, having I'm me. Missing Canadian Cron, <laughs> don't please don't mix those up. Yeah, come uh, on. I would just say, uh, etouffee bones, etouffee Greg, etouffee Dan. Etouffee, etouffee. I can't tell you how much it means to get an etouffee from you, Cajun Cron. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm. All right. Um, yeah, apparently we're, we'll have some some rodeo board games coming from. From our good friend down there in Louisiana. Uh, Daddy Hulk busts in the door with Brew. Uh, Jessica asks if her dreams was or if her dreams were right. Um, Kelly pretty much says, "Thank you for saving me for all for all. I'm sorry for all the shit that I put you guys through. Uh, drinks are on me tomorrow at the Scuttlebutt if you want to come." 
As if she ever charges for, for drinks at the scuttlebutt. Exactly. <laughs> Bitch, we know they're free. <laughs> uh, we cut to the scuttlebutt. Kelly's working, wondering where Brew and Hulk are because they haven't showed up that day. And then they all of a sudden they show up. She goes to make them drinks. She looks under the bar there and pulls out a white rose. And then lo and behold, all the other folks are carrying white roses as well and everybody has a beautiful laugh end credits trop or thunder in paradise episodes six and seven all right bones correct me if i'm wrong but the white rose didn't appear in anywhere else other than like the prince's room right that was the only time we ever saw a white rose i believe so So how does so how does everybody else uh, I, know about the white no roses? Idea. No idea. Okay. Okay. I guess everybody I, just shared a so, dream yeah, that night. Some sort of collective dream fugue state they all entered. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, they had two hours in hyperspeed to get back to Clearwater, Florida, yeah. so and maybe she mentioned it. I'm sure fucking Trelawney is, like, airing all this shit out to everybody, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. She's giving them all visions. Yeah. From <laughs> shit she's putting in the chicken. How awkward that would that be, like, if you weren't a regular and you, somebody handed you a rose and said, hey, in a little bit, we're all just gonna pull out a white rose and creep this lady out? Would you participate in that? Hey, just just roll with this. Somebody had a dream recently, and they were absconded, but you know, with by like a, uh, a Transnasian prince. Mm-hmm. It's just an in joke. Just just roll yeah. with us, please. Yeah. yeah. But what's what's Transnasia? Well, it's like Arab, <laughs> but it's not. Okay. You remember that that conflict five years ago with the Soviets? You know, oh, okay. The Russian okay. mines. And the yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah, like they're like what three hours away. Yeah, yeah well, uh, too <laughs> with hyperspeed. Yeah, if you've got hyperspeed on your boat. Okay, it's well, a little obviously. quicker. I mean, this is duh. This is Clearwater, Florida. We've all got hyperspeed. <laughs> go go see Dave, my boat dealer. He'll hook you up. I mean, you did it, Dan. You got through it. Yeah. I don't. How many more episodes do we have? Uh, Not enough. Fifteen something. I don't know. God damn it. We'll see how that ends up. Uh I have this I have Kiki Shepherd's IMDB <laughs> trivia pulled up. Please. I did read it at a time. Yeah, what what is the one sentence? The one sentence <laughs> trivia for Kiki is Kiki was a dancer on the 49th annual Academy Awards. Parentheses. At least this one. Maybe more. Close parentheses. Is she still alive? Uh, yeah. How does she? Oh, she not read that. <laughs> At least this one. Maybe more. I think she wrote that. Yeah. She, she can't remember. It's all just a whirlwind. Yeah. It was a wild time, starring in Thunder in Paradise, you know, dancing for the Academy Awards. Who knows what happened? Yeah. Oh, fuck. But yeah, guys, uh, that was Thunder in Paradise, episode six and seven. Like I said, uh, that is considered Thunder in Paradise 2, if you are looking on Letterboxd or IMDb. 
Uh, that or you own it. <laughs> that was a movie. Yeah, you never you returned it. It, it, mm-hmm. it would flow perfectly as a sequel to the first Thunder in Paradise. You know, I was gonna say, no mention TNT, zero mention of his marriage mm-hmm. or Uncle Charles or anything like that. A recast. It would. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. It's so like because all the ep- Dan was right when you watch the episodes, you're even kind of like, did I skip one? And if you rented Thunder in Paradise one and then two, you would think, is there a movie in the middle of these that yeah. I'm missing? Mm-hmm. No, it's just confusing. I mean, that was my experience. That I, I watched one and two, and then six and seven. So that's exactly how I experienced this. And I was I was a babe in the woods. I had no I had no idea what the fuck was going on here. <laughs> I think, think if you watch three and four, you might be more satisfied mm-hmm. than six and seven. Yeah. Well, okay. So remind me, did they introduce that, like the idea that magic exists, that voodoo magic is real between the pilot and these episodes? They do. Yes. In five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Because magic is real in this world. Like they have yep. prophetic dreams that come true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's even, it's, it's way deeper. What is it? In, in five? It's five, right? Right, yeah. right. They Strange made zombies, fruit. right? Zombies are real. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Zombies exist. It's okay. serpent in the rainbow, basically. Yeah. You, yeah. you yeah. got to get yeah. deep into the lore to understand <laughs> the importance of what happens in six and seven. I, f- I feel so bad how how lost in the woods you are. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's fine. It's like whenever my, right. wi- like my wife happens upon an MCU movie. <laughs> you poor lady. I think he just has something to look forward to now, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and we'll, and we'll get you the rest of the episodes. You just mm-hmm. All right. All right. Thank you. Yeah, anytime you need a, a Thunder in Paradise fix, you just let Cron Howard know. I will You you'll get them all at the end of this. <laughs> Don't worry. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. And where where can people find you, Greg? That yeah, was my next. Oh, thing. hey, our our podcast. Uh, we're at Weekly Massacre on uh, Instagram and Twitter, um, and you can find me at uh, hold on, uh, L underscore Bandito Manco on Twitter. I think is my handle. <laughs> I don't quite remember. And then at GJ Anderson nineteen on Instagram. I think it's the same for Letterboxed. Uh, Letterbox is the most active social media site I'm on, so find me there. It's a must follow. Uh, it's a must follow. Oh, th- yeah. th- thank you, thank you. Yeah. That, that means a lot, because I spend too much time on those reviews um, that end up with, like, three or four likes, ultimately. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, hey, I threw a like today to you. I saw Thunder that, yeah. Paradise. I did, yeah. Honestly, I two and a half stars for Thunder in Paradise 1 is too low. I should have bumped that up. Because I really did have a good time watching it, so yeah. But and you guys were spot on in your in your episode about it. There is something to Hulk's performance as R.J. Hurricane Spencer. Like it, it does work. Yeah, it's weird. Some kind of yeah genuineness that comes through. <laughs> Some I'm not joking. Weird. I I was not joking when I said that line about like that was quite a hauler for a glass of water. Like, that line is great. And the way he says it does flow in a way that I really enjoyed. So, um, yeah, he makes yeah. extremely lame 
exposition <laughs> sort of dumb fill you in sort of lines just roll like he's so comfortable with mm-hmm. it. like oh wow Trelawney's care package yeah like, it, and I, I wasn't being sarcastic too when I said I was impressed with that switch with thunder lips from like you know complete just like cartoon villain to like hey yeah it's just for the show uh, charity Rocky yeah good job like mm-hmm. that switch is really impressive and it, it sells the joke of that scene really well so um <laughs> And Gremlins too, man. I am a fan of his his uh, so far, like his filmic appearances. I'm all for. You know, I haven't seen Suburban Commando, so I can't no, speak to that. But uh, No Holds Barred. I've not seen No Holds Barred yet. What's it? No. Didn't he do a Mister Nanny or something? Yep. <laughs> man, I had a VHS of that when I was a kid, and I probably watched it. <laughs> I probably rented Suburban Commando. At least 20 times. And is it High Noon, uh, uh, the fucking Three Ninjas sequel that he's in? Oh, oh shit, High, no- right. High Noon at Mega Mountain? Yeah. Is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah. See, I, I'm from the tail end of like the rental era of movies. Like, I definitely had exp- a lot of experiences in Blockbuster and uh, Hollywood video, but... Um, I'm a little jealous of the time where I, that was your only option for seeing stuff because I love video rental shit. So I, I, that that atmosphere and uh, aesthetic is what I what I strive for, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. We can't thank you enough for being here, dude. Yeah, I, thank you. Hey, it was great. This was an absolute blast. Anytime. I mean, like it's the entire premise of this podcast is something I'm jealous of. So you know. <laughs> Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, you get to talk about good movies on your yeah, podcast, which is a good, <laughs> always a You're not constrained by yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, weird fucking gutter. Hey, look, I, I would just say it, it leads to some quality podcasting. So, you know, keep it up. Yeah. Thank you. It's called bravery and it's respected. Okay. <laughs> I think. Until you have to do plot and you're like, God damn it. Anyway, folks, Cron Howard has introduced a new category. We will start that next week. Cron Howard, please tell the people what's up and coming here on our hot and steamy podcast. Yeah, that's correct, Dan. Uh, The next category is called Nate Hands or Feet, and it is movies revolving around uh, changes, growths, augmentations to the human body our first film will be vibrations from 1996 the story of a singular musician who loses both of his hands and has them replaced with robot hands can't wait how could you not come back for that (laughs) please do how do you sit here three hours of thunder in paradise (laughs) Mm -hmm. and not come back for vibrations and ladies and gentlemen, please check out the weekly podcast massacre with Greg. Yeah. Give them a Thank rating, a, a good rating. <laughs> and listen to the double show check weekly. before you submit. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's all I got. Um, I guess there's no other thing to say, but uh, splash and burn. Hanging and banging. Splash and burn. That's a good one. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't got anything else splash and burn. Oh, you are a fucking rube.